Audio Wrangling is a sister site to Audio Angling, which allows people with opinions on angling and related topics to express them freely, as an insight into what some of the main issues were in the early part of the 21st century. One of the more contentious issues in the northwest of England was a decision made by Wyaborough Council to use rock armour as a means of sea defence along the high tide line from Russell Hospital through to Fleetwood Golf Course. This, as all shore anglers in the area will know, is the main high-water fishery in the northwest, which with the rock armour in place as originally envisaged would be completely lost. Made aware of this, and in an attempt to get around angler objections, Wyaborough Council engineers called a meeting in May 2013 to discuss their original and other angler proposals. My name's Phil Williams, and this is a recording of that meeting which I attended. Only time will tell if any of the points raised here were eventually addressed. Um, if we can just introduce ourselves before, before she gets back. <laughs> I'm Carl Green, I'm Head of Engineering at Wire and I'm the Executive of the Roskill Scheme, so um, I look after all that side of works and maintenance on the seawall and the capital scheme, so if um, you have any questions on that sort of thing, please see me. Not Mike Pomfret. Uh, I'm Mike Pomfret, I'm the Coastal Manager for Blackwood Council, but uh, all three authorities in the file, the Peninsula, Fire, Wire and Blackwood, we're all working together over the next several years to deliver um, loads of new sea walls between the two estuaries. So the team we've got is a team comprised of people from all three authorities, um, with a funder and the contractor as well. And I'm, I'm the project manager for the sea walls. Um, um, and each authority has got their own executive for the sea walls. So Wyeth has got their executive for the authority for the projects, which is Carl. Blackpool's got their own executive and so's final. But basically, I'm managing things. So, uh, I'm Michael Owen, I'm the Chairman of Fleetwood and District and in the Steve Brown, uh, North Western Geofishery Conservation Authority and the local fishery uh, officer. And you're not on senior scientist from North Western I'm um, the Regional Development Officer in South East of London with the Anglican Trust, um, but I'm stopping at the David Mitchell today. Um, because of the, the work we've been doing with Sea Island down in the southeast, um, such as the Bexel Sea Island Festival, etc. I'm Phil Williams, I'm an Africa Sea Angling rep. I'm Frank Sargent, I'm just angling addicts, I'm just a, a private fisherman, so I think we're all interested in it. Yeah, Ian McCluskey, again, angling addicts, and uh, I'm a Morecambe based fisherman who visits Russell regularly. Okay. John Peterson, Black and White Angling Society. Dave Campbell up on Lake Angling Society. Uh, Alice Lindock, uh, science officer from the Eco. In terms of the day, if anybody needs any facilities, probably the nearest ones are through reception, just on your right hand to right there. There's no fire alarms, um, so do just follow myself or Mike and we'll take them to the car park. Um, the, the purpose of the day really is to try and, to try and understand what, what the issues are with fishing and the, the proposed scheme. Um, the, the consultation for the scheme um, started a number of years ago, probably about six or seven years ago, I think, on, on this scheme. Um, and what we've been doing is building, building up what people want over the years. Um, the latest round was really 
to set the design brief. So we, we're now looking at setting the design brief and ideas and um, different, <coughs> different ways of doing things can be built into that design brief. So hopefully after today, what we'll have is, a, is a, an understanding of what you've got and whether we can mitigate or change the design to, to try and help to try and get those things. And Kath, do you just want to introduce yourself and then everybody's... Hello, I'm Kath Park. I am um, one of the engineers on the scheme. I'm senior engineer at WIRE. And um, I'm also assistant project manager on the complete scheme. Those, those are the genders, do you? They are, sorry. I do beg your pardon. Take one, pass it on right. if you haven't already got one. And there's a, should be that attendance list going around as well. item on the agenda is scheme development and the funding process and what, what I wanted to try and give you an insight to is how what we have to the hoops we have to jump through to get funding for these capital schemes so it's um, it, it's not just a matter of saying we want to do this and then picking exactly what you want it's, it's got to be it's a process of getting best value for money and looking at the, <coughs> the the social and recreation aspects, which obviously you're very, very involved with, the environmental aspects themselves, and then the best technical solution. So it, it, it's it's a combination of all those different areas that we, we need to put down a, a business case for, and then we apply against all national schemes, and you, you get a score based on um, based on deliveries from that scheme. So it's it's mostly based on. House, houses protected and people protected. So that, that's that's your partnership score. Um, so what we need to provide to DEFRA and to government funding is to say this scheme is going to last, it's going to work, but it's also going to be acceptable to the users of the scheme, and that's 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 the part that you're interested in. But it's it's one part of of a number of different parts that we have to look at. So it, what I can't promise you today is that we'll we'll just scrap all the technical, the best technical options and stuff to accommodate what, what we've come up with today. But it's, we certainly will take on board what your, what your issues are with the, the options and then, then try, and, um, try and meet somewhere, hopefully. So what I want to try and do is try and work together to try and get to that solution rather than just say, well, we don't like this, so we will find something else because there's a lot of work being done to get to this solution, um, but we obviously have to work with you to try and make the best um, of that solution. We obviously don't want to stop fishing along this part of the coast because it's an important, important area for fishing, as is the whole of, whole of this coastline. So, so if we can work with you to try and find something that's acceptable, that's, that's the way we'd like to do that. Um, in terms of the consultation process to date, we've 
we've said before, we've, we've probably been consulting on the scheme for six or seven years, probably from the start, but um, in real earnest, probably since 2009, I think we've been involved with various parties. Um, so we, we, we've consulted probably about 300 different parties as part of this, and I'm sorry we've missed some some of the fishing groups, but we, we, we tended to have either statutory consultees or, or the local fishing groups, which we want, want to try and get the ideas from them. But it, it's, it's very welcome and glad you've, you've come on board to raise these issues. Um, so in terms of the consultation, what, what people asked for um, was was access to the to beaches, and there certainly is access to fishing on the beaches. It's built as part of the scheme. Um, there's along the promenade accessibility on the promenade. They want a very strong defence that's technically sound um, and protects the properties. And those are the main things that we use there. The main uses of the promenade that came out of it were walking, cycling, and um, there was mention of fishing. There's also use of the beach for horse riding and a variety of different activities. What, what, <coughs> this beach is slightly different than the other beaches that you find at Cleveland's and at Blackpool because it's, it's less used by tourists, it's more used by local people for, for activities and they, they like it because it's quieter and it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice um, open beach and that, that's what we try to get in the, um, in the scheme. There's, there's also the important designations as you go further north of the Triple SIs and the Ramsar sites for the bird watching um, issues. We wanted to try and have that blend from moving around Russell Point where we built the tower and trying to blend that into this area so it, it becomes a, a nature area rather than a commercial sort of um, tourism area and that, that's, that's what came through in the consultation that we've undertaken. So. Can I ask you a couple of questions, Carl? Of course you can. If, if you can just backtrack quickly to the funding. Where, yes. where, where are you in that process of funding? You've actually had the funding approved. The, the, funding, the, the way the funding works is um, you, you, you apply for funding and you get a, a score, a part, this partnership score. Mm -hmm. and based on that partnership score, you get allocated money in what's known as a medium-term plan. So in the, in the medium-term plan, which runs for the next three, three years, right? We, we, we've been allocated um, two million pounds this year, and then 17 million in the following two years, and then the residual monies after that. So there'll be another, another 17 <coughs> so after, after that. Um, so that that's in that's in the medium term plan. So the money's allocated with a scheme. What we need to then have is um, a strategy in place, which we've just had approved. And then you need a, a business case for the specific scheme, which looks at the, the technical side and the environmental side. And that's we're, we're going down to London next Thursday um, to present that to the um, what's known as the Large Project Review Group, which is the Environment Agencies Group. So is Def are involved in that as well. Is the MMO involved in that? It? It no, the, it's just the Environment Agency at that time. What the MMO become involved because we to construct any of the works we need new licenses so that that will then um, that's that will be their involvement at that stage. Okay. We have already um, done an initial application with the NMO. Um, we did a, a scoping sort of submission to them um, and we're almost at the point where we will be submitting 
a full application to them. Right. Um, that's going to be in the next couple of weeks, really, isn't it? That's sooner. The week up next week, we submit the uh, full applications to MMR for basically the license to construct the light tide. Um, what we are doing is um, we're going to be submitting two options a lock option and um, a concrete option, the MMR. Um, the reason for that is, touching on what Carl said earlier, we have to keep, we have to demonstrate to the funders that we are given the best option, all things considered, and everything has got a different weight attributed to it. Primarily, the biggest factor is what's called the benefit cost ratio, um, the best, the best project for the benefits. Um, the project that scores the best financially for the benefits, benefits being properties flooded, what pro the project that scores the best, the scheme, the option that scores the best, generally goes through. If, as long as there's no screaming, environmental, technical or social issues, show-stopping issues. If projects are relatively close together, if schemes are relatively close together on benefit-cost ratios, you can then look at your other factors, such as your technical, social, uh, environmental um, considerations. Um, and that's what we've got to do. We've got to look at what is going to be the most beneficial scheme, all things considered. <coughs> the reason why we're submitting a concrete option and a lock <coughs> option to the MMR is because we've got to keep the market competitive because if they think there's a rock option, rock prices will go up. If they think there's a concrete option, concrete prices go up. So that's why we're going to be submitting a double, two schemes to the MMR, which will then go into the public domain. We've also submitted two planning applications as well for exactly the same reason. Because this is a design and build project, yeah. we haven't sort of yeah. fixed yeah. contracts yet. And it, it all comes down to mm -hmm. the, the best technical option is probably the rock, because it, it, it requires less maintenance, it, it, it absorbs the energy, it brings up beach levels, and it has a lot, lot of benefits in that way. Um, but if the rock prices rise above a certain point, then what we've got to demonstrate to the funders is, um, well, the funders will only give us only give us money for the best option. It's not a question of shopping, thinking, well, I quite like that. They don't entertain that. It's a very thorough process um, that they go through to make sure everything has been considered and appropriately weighted. Um, and that's the process we're currently in. We submitted the applications. Um, several weeks ago now, and we now have to present them formally on the 9th of May. And um, this is, they go through things with a fine tooth comb to make sure that the authority isn't just choosing what it wants, it's, it's considering everything and weighting everything appropriately. So it's, it's not really up to us to decide which scheme no, it is, it's, it's the fact of the matter, all things considered. I mean, if you don't mind if I could just ask a few more questions, just so I kind of get understand where we are now, you know, because yeah. I'm yeah. going to save time and time in the long run. Um, during the scoping um, process, did you have you carried out an environmental impact assessment? Um, we haven't carried out a full EIA. We've carried out a scoping 
study and that was done by um, a lady called Nancy Pennington at Halcrow. Right. And so there is an environmental report. So will you be done. No, we, we asked um, yeah. whether that and, our, and planning as well. Planning, and we both of them said that it wasn't required at this stage. So, because the scope and report had covered the issue. So, would it be possible to, for us to get hold of the environmental statement? Yeah, um, it's just in the public domain now, isn't it? Yes. Anyway, so yeah. Okay, because I know I've had correspondence with the RSPB yesterday who were very keen to see it. Right, okay. So the SBA burden trust has come down from Walker yeah, Bay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. We, we, we are, we're outside the, the um, SBA. Yeah. On the but, but the potential is that you could have species. species. Yeah. species. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is raised in, in the yeah. report. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. If, we did, if we could have a look, is that okay for me to pass that on to the office? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it should be on our website. What, what we've also got as well is Natural England, before we get the grant, we need a letter of comfort from Natural England that covers things like SPA and bird disturbance, yeah. and they've put us through the mill and made sure that our scheme proposals are, aren't going to have a, a significant effect on anything. And we have now got that letter of comfort as well from Natural England. Would it be possible to see that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Can I ask which officer you actually built there? It was Emma Hawthorne. Yeah. 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 How much are you committed to the rocks? Um, we'll, we'll go through, but the, the rocks that you mentioned before are the best technical option um, because they because of the benefits of bringing bridge levels up and um, reducing maintenance on them, so as a, as a redundant system. So, with our experience with concrete on, on that front issue, is that it wears away at such a rate that it's um, that we're consistently, well, continuously just patching it up, and you, you've always got that risk that it that you'll break up and then you've got no defence there. So that that's. It is a really exposed bit of coastline. It's probably the, probably one of the most exposed bits of coastline that hasn't got cliffs in the country, I think. When, when you talk about um, the use of rock, and you've just said about um, concrete sort of breaking down, yeah. obviously different types of rock have huge, hugely different qualities, you know, and if you throw a particular type of sandstone down or a particular kind of granite down, yes. you could have a, a difference in break of like three or 400 years. Um, have you chosen a particular form of, of rock that will be used? The, the rock that we're, well, we're looking at two sources really of rock. Um, there's the Norwegian granite and there's the limestone from uh, local quarries. And at the moment, the limestone from local quarries is, is economically better. Um, but it, it is a hard, it's, it's, when I say limestone, it, it's, not, it's not a soft limestone, but it degrades. It's, it's a, it's a hard limestone that will give a 500 year life or so. It's, it's not something that, that there's anything in there that's harder than it. But that's what you find it's the concrete that degrades, not the, the aggregate in most cases. Um, if you're committed to this, um, these rocks, you know, um, What's the purpose of this meeting? What are you trying to get? Because I would imagine every angler in here mm. would be against it for a number of reasons. Yeah. So I just said, really not, 
what, what we want to do is try and understand, I think the next item on the agenda is how you actually fish this area and mm -hmm. um, whether, whether you fish on the beach and then you move back up with the, with the tide and whether you can have areas where you could fish but rock on either side of it or whether you whether just having any rock there is a, is a no-go or, or whether you have mitigation measures like fishing platforms or what I want to try and tease out is what, what, what would work because there's, as Mike said, we can't just say throw a load of money and not, and not go for the best option. We, we've got to try and work with you to try and find something that will work. So. It's not school, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 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 Two or three yeah. well, I was just going to say that the, you do realise that the tide runs from uh, left to right and then when it goes down, it comes from the back. Yeah. So, so if, you, if you put sort of rock or a clean area, then rocks, you're going to get swept. Yes. Yeah. Unless you're sort of right away. Mm. Mm. It's still the day. It's still the day. We didn't realise that anymore. <laughs> And that, that's, and it's also trying to work out what this specific area against other areas as well around the, the coastline. Yeah. It, 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 this, for us, is the most exposed area of the coastline. Um, yeah. It's also our most at risk area behind the defences. So, you know. Well, then we've got to find a balance between allowing you to carry yeah. on your um, your recreational activities yeah, right. while protecting, you know, right. thousands of homes. Since 1977, when that was the last flood, I believe, I've been told. Is that quite free? Is that right? Yeah. right? Has it ever flooded again after you built it all up again, the wall? No. No. no, it hasn't, has it? No. So why are you going in for this massive change? Because the wall is... The, because basically we have spent years throwing money to keep that structure in a position where it's not going to collapse. And if we don't keep maintaining it, it will collapse and we will have a major flood as we did in 1977. So... What we've been saying is, we, when they built that scheme in 1977, technically and cost, you know, from a cost basis, that option may not have been the best. If they'd have had to jump through the hoops that we have to do now, they may not have built a concrete revetment there. They may have built rock. It was just at the time that how the policies worked was it was right. We're going to do concrete, and this is how much it's cost, and and here's the money, and and we can't do that anymore. We have to go through all this process of meeting all these different criteria and, and when we've gone through the process, the one that is coming out as being technically good at providing the, the, the defence level, but also from an economical point of view, the best, it's the rocks. And that's, that's, that is, that's the problem we have. We have if, we, if we had an unlimited amount of money to spend on maintaining the steps, then it would be far easier for us to say, right, we'll have a, either a concrete sloping revetment or a, a stepped concrete revetment, because ultimately that's what everyone wants. That's what all the public that we spoke to, if, the, if money was no object, that is what they want. But we can't give them that because we won't get the money for that because we can't justify the, the millions of pounds that it will cost us over the next 50 years to keep coming back. 
to to resurface those revetments. That that's the that's the crux of the matter, really, isn't right. it? It is. It, it is. On, on, I don't know if you've everybody read the strategy, but this is the only length where we're proposing to put rock because we recognise that it has a lot of disadvantages in terms of access and um, variety of things. Certainly from that point onwards, we're looking more to timber groins and beach management and concrete aprons. And further south, again, that section is, is going to be beach management growing systems. So it's, um, we, we're not just saying everywhere we're just going to throw a rock at. It, it, it's not, it's just the particular solution for this area the te best technical solution is rock. That, that's from Russell Hospital. That's from yeah. Is that, yeah, that almost two kilometres stretch from Russell Hospital going northwards? From, from that point onwards, we, it isn't as aggressive. It's not, we don't have the, the issues with the, the breakup of the concrete. We can look at better solutions socially. Um, I take it that you've, you've obviously looked at other areas where rock's been used to produce. Yes. Uh, and, and have you been able to identify um, what this may look like physically in comparison to those other areas? For instance, so that the guys have a, have a feeling for what they would be looking at. Has everybody seen, I don't know if you saw the, the consultation exercises when we've done. Okay. Yeah, that might be useful. Because that will give you. A mock-up of what it might look like yeah. might be of interest to the guys. Yeah. My closest rock is the C4th rocks on the Mersey. Um, right. so the, 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 and we can fish off there quite comfortably. However, there are certain things that are worth looking at, such as safety and stuff, and uh, uh, how much tide will run over these rocks. Um, because if you've got guys that have been accessing these for, for years and years, mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it's, they're going to be fishing the beach again once this is in place. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see what the health and safety aspects will be. How big the rocks are going to be, for instance. Is, is someone going to break their ankle or are they going to drop down things? These are six foot rocks. They're like six several tons, six ton ro uh, rocks, so aren't they? They're huge things. Is something very similar to, say, seafloor rocks. It's like Morecambe. Like Morecambe, exactly like Morecambe. So and the, the same issues shop. that would come up in those sites, such as um, waste being trapped within the rocks, yeah. that kind of thing, rats accessing the rocks, that kind of thing, they yeah. the issues again. We, we, we spent spoke to Morecambe um, about what the issues they've had with them. They, they, their rocks don't get, they're higher up the beach than ours yeah. are, mm -hmm. um, so ours are in the, in the intertidal zone. Um, so the potentially, the, the rat issue is probably less, but but we recognise, and this maybe we have to, we might have to debate it if needed. But from, from what our environmental health people are saying, we won't set up home in, in rocks that, that get wet on a daily basis. They don't. They don't. The top, the, I've, I've looked at your plans, and they don't get wet every on a daily basis at all. The, they will so far up, but the rats don't need very much at the top. And you're talking sort of best part of, I don't know, ten foot high when you put your two rocks on top of each other, they're nearly eight to ten foot high, something like yeah. that. 
Well, the rocks, the, 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 the amount of rocks, they'll just come to the top of the wall, and, and that's where they sit. I mean, we, we see it on a regular basis at Malcolm, yeah. where you can, you can literally sit down, and you can watch them running around at the top yeah. of the wall when, when you've got the flood tides. And, all right, you might get the odd tide, you know, that, that will come right up and over, but they'll just take off at the back of the prom, and then they'll be back in again within half an hour, they'll be back into the rocks again. Right. And the, these rocks will get wet? Yeah, I'm not saying they won't get wet, but it's not going to come right to the top of the rocks, and so they just yeah. move up the rocks. The, the, the static tide doesn't, but the, the waves will come over those rocks. Not to the top. It's not going to come right up to the top to the wall, is it? Uh, to the top of the rocks in the wall. Because if you yeah. bear in mind, at the top of the, the rocks, you've got, you've got the, um, underneath you've got concrete, and then it, it comes up, you've got an upstand, and your rocks go against that upstand. Am I right, Mike? Right, so they come up against the upstand. So you're looking at about six foot in height of, of yeah. rocks at least. Uh, and so the very top, you've got six foot of wall that they can actually they can climb up to at any point in that in that they can they can hide in that area without any trouble at all until for the the waves to go back again. And it won't take long, an hour at most, and then they're back into the well, looking around for food basically with what's been washed in, and that's every tide. In Morecambe, it's horrendous. The rats in Morecambe are horrendous. No matter what, what people tell you, we, we've got pictorial evidence of it. We, you know, we, we've come down to make sure that you, you see this as a problem. It is a problem, and it's a maintenance problem as well. You're talking about, uh, oh, this is a maintenance-free option. No, it isn't, because you've got, you're going to have to pay for people to sort these rats out. All, all the time, it's going to be an ongoing cost. It's going to be an increasing cost because wages are going to go up. Your, your bait's going to go up for whatever the thing, the traps and all that sort of thing is all going to go up. It's just going to be a continual thing that you, that for the life of the wall. Just, just so that we don't go over something that isn't necessary, yeah. have we got, off these images here, would we have an idea of where a spring tide would meet, the highest spring tide, and where the lowest yeah. new tide may meet? Yeah, there's something. Yeah, yeah. sort of sent it out on the night. Right, OK, I was absolutely... Let me make it perfectly clear. There's two major limestone structures that have been built on the northwest of England have absolutely disastrous environmental consequences for the fishery. We are not just talking about a few hundred anglers, we are talking about a multinational seed mussel resource yeah, in Morecambe Bay. They're just open on the We're not talking about a small industry at all here. No, right, so we've got two facets to this. We have several hundred anglers who use this for a recreational facility, and we have a massive international fishery dependent the now, limestone is well known amongst the fishing community to have an adverse effect upon sea mussel. How bad is it? Probably 30% of the stocks from Liverpool Bay have gone because they used the wrong materials. Not to mention your fish feeding on them. Yes, yeah. well, yeah, yeah, we're fully aware. And as for Morecambe, I can only describe it as an environmental disaster. disaster. Absolutely. We're not just about rats on the side. It's demolished a good third of Hesham Flat Skier by yeah. altering the stones. Limestone is just not acceptable. That, Finish. That's, that's pictures of it yeah. before and after. Yeah, uh, we know about the induced scarring. I did no, mention this all the way. That's where the muscle beds are. I'm talking not about bad design here, because it's good energy absorbing design, but as far as the environment's concerned, it's rubbish. Uh, but the wrong materials. Yeah. You've used totally incompatible materials for the local area, and one thing I think we must insist on 
as a responsible environmental body is that compatible stone is used and limestone is not compatible in any way, shape or form. Is that all limestone? It's not we soft have, limestone well, or...? In all the structures we've seen, it's caused problems. So now, is there like, any evidence of this? Plenty of physical evidence, but we've been through the science reports. There isn't any science, but we've plenty of physical evidence. That's what, five minutes yeah. in the camera, no problem proving it. Well, I, I sent some sort of anecdotal stuff from it, what's been done in Ireland, actually. Yeah. There was a, a bay, uh, it, it's slightly different, but basically it's to do with the, the dust that, that, um, that comes off. And, and what it, it, effectively what it does, it, it settles on the muscles and it almost goes like concrete uh, and stops them, stops them feeding and they die off, they just yeah. die off. That's, that's one aspect of it. But that, that is, that's, that's been a scientific study that was done in Ireland, but it is different because they, they, they were doing some work and they were pumping out the... the the limestone into the bay, right. but but, it's, this, this, but what I'm trying to get at really is it it, it gives the it's doing the same thing. You, if you you bring in tons and tons of rock yeah. from a, from a quarry, there's going to be dust associated with that rock, and that's going to get washed about on a daily basis, and it will settle. And because you, you, the way that the, you know you've got things like these tea tea groins and things like that, you'll get the the, the swirling, and it will go eventually. Will end up around the muscle areas, and the, the, they'll. It'll set on the muscles and it can cause that problem. So it's like a concrete, it forms like a concrete over them. So we, we've done a, a science search, you haven't found much, but what we have got is plenty of our own records. And you're looking about, well, the best we can say is a 20 year recovery period after building. Yeah. So that's simply not acceptable. Right. Is that, <coughs> so the, what we found at Morecambe was that actually what what tended to happen was the, the beach levels rose yeah. and that, that's what smothered the muscle beds and that, that, that well, was the you've not looked in the right place. You should have gone on Tahitian Flat. I fully agree with you on the beach levels rising. That was much debated at the national level at the time. Mm -hmm. So much so that Morecambe Council is still providing free moorings for all commercial fishermen. That's how much damage it caused. Right. Uh, but that, that, in that's the is not things that's a minor issue. What we're looking at is other issues caused by it. Now, right. some of the more common on the Asian flat area, which is a major sea muscle area, is caused by induced scouring. That would be so. Well, that, that, but, yeah. but we also know from other areas that the use of limestone is simply not compatible. So we request as if you're going for a stone option as a responsible environmental body that a compatible stone to a local area is used. You, you know the problem with this, don't you? Times before we made mistakes. Yeah. You know the problem with this, though, Steve? Absolutely. But they won't go for the granite option because it's too expensive. It's, it's, and, and so then you're looking at the, the concrete option. So you've picked a, a hard limestone. Okay. Now, if we look into the cities where stone is used a great deal and has been for the last three, four or five hundred years, and even longer when you go onto the continent. Now, where it's used, um, we're not talking about sculpture or anything like that, we're talking about actual um, the infrastructure of the city. Now, you see limestone used in pavements. But um, the side, the, the actual uh, curbstones are always onto granite simply because um, limestone doesn't, doesn't the, the weathering of um, sweet water, i.e., rain, just general rain. Um, 
if you go to an area that's been under a great deal of acid rain, the limestone breaks down very, very quickly. Um, in a sea environment where you've got a very corrosive substance, which salt water is, and it's very good at breaking up uh, you know, the limestone. We've seen quite a lot of breakup in, in areas where the limestone was put down within the last 50 years, such as the dock sites around the um, When we're looking at prices between what granite might cost to bring them from Norway as opposed to the, the, the actual um, local source with the limestone, from a longevity point of view, is the price of the granite that much more expensive than the limestone? Well, it, it all depends on... It, it is a lot more than limestone to start off in the basic source, but it all depends on what you expect of the breakdown of the, the limestone is, and we, we don't expect it to break down. Now that's, that, that's, it, it's not, not a material that we expect to break down. It's, Have we got any, any scientific backing on the fact that this is extremely... Extremely strong limestone and not won't break down under those conditions. It, it did, well, that limestone's used around the coast, but it has been used for hundreds of years. And you did say this is the most exposed coast? It, it is in terms of. Um, so, in, in places where it's actually caused problems, the earth has exposed to this. Apart from cliffs, yeah. We can point I don't out. know how I can. There's, if if I can find some evidence to say that there is a problem with limestone, and uh, the, the only evidence that we found was that it actually encouraged encouraged marine growth and it encouraged uh, different different sorts of um, habitats. So it was a beneficial use of limestone in creating habitats. And I couldn't we couldn't find anything at all for for. Um, there's a, the, for currently, there's a. There's a national design guidance on rock structures has been published. It's the rock manual. It goes through different divisions in this one now, two or three years old. Uh, it's a design guidance on rock structures, groins, revetments, anything else you might want to build out of rock at sea. Um, I don't know either way, but that is the authority on rock structures in marine environments, and it will say either way in there if it's an issue, I'm sure. Well, we couldn't find anything on it, but it's well known within the fishery. Well known fact. I'm talking about impact on the marine environment here, mm. uh, and making something that is compatible that will encourage fisheries, which are a great asset to this area. So I'm not talking, and I don't want to use the word just wrong, about a few hundred anglers in the area. I'm also talking about a multinational fishery in Morgan Bay, which supplies sea mussel to the whole of Europe. Yeah. Now, if you look at mussel fisheries, yeah. they do not occur in limestone areas. The boundary between the mussel fishery and natural limestone in Morecambe Bay is straight cut. The boundaries in North Wales between the mussel fisheries and the limestone areas straight cut. Where limestone has been taken to adjacent mussel fisheries, in the Wirral for instance, in the case of the Liso one, it completely destroyed it. In the case of the New Brighton one, we're talking about a third of one of the biggest areas of mussels in Liverpool Bay. Gone. Now in Morecambe, it took a whacking great slice off one of the biggest beds in the area. It is what reason it's that happened. Now the Morecambe one, I can argue about scouring. The Liso one was definitely about scouring. 
and we are very concerned and have been since its build because uh, meetings like this were not held with it about the new Ryan. And all physical evidence I see in front of my eyes is that it is detrimental to the marine environment. Can you explain the scouring issue? With you? Scouring issue? Yeah. Right, well, a typical one, well, here's Show me a picture here, please. <laughs> scouring. You wanted to induce scouring, okay. There's before and after pictures. Positive inducement inducement to scouring, where it could build up, for instance, good gas areas. So I'm not against storm roads, not in any way. Uh, but I want them done. But it takes out flat areas. Now, in that case, it's scoured out each flat down the storm. That's a Morecambe and Grosvenor area. There's actually Grosvenor area, there's, yeah. there's even more that, sand. Yeah. Well, I don't have to see what that basically stop the, the flow of material from the, from the um, I presume that's from the. It's taking the sand away, so that's the, 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 well, the after pictures. Won't take the sand away. It just no, it has, if you look the on there, it's, it's taking yeah, it away, and yeah, I can show you where it's put it as well, if you like. You get a drift of sand, and it's, it's disrupted that drift, hasn't it? That's what's, what's occurred there. This before, the, that's actually the top end of, of uh, the, the southern end of, of Morecambe. Could you just pass <coughs> that to the two, please? The, that sand that, that's, that's taken away then, it's like a, what's it called, a prehistoric? Till or something we call it. Glacial till. Glacial till. Yeah. Very, very fine. And what it did was it took it from there and the tea, the, we have a couple of tea groins as well, and the tea groins, it's put them in, Sean Mike, yeah. that, that's what happened. It, it deposited it like that and it's thick, sticky, horrible, right. dangerous mud. Is that that's from there. That's that's basically the same stuff that that was there. The majority of those spots, I think, is between the stone jetty and that area there. There's the sort of yeah. main area of Morecambe Prom. But that was just a lovely, pure sandy beach for so many years. Yeah. And now that, that's where people used to, you know, go down with the kids yeah. and, and it enjoy is it. An area of danger now in many areas. Actually, pulled a boy out last year that's up to his waist at a fishing yeah. meet on the the promenade. It was within 50 meters of a jetty, and nobody could see him. He was uh, he was yeah. away down in it. So uh, the, it's not everywhere, and it changes, but. The, um, at the Grosvenor where that platform is, they actually built the platform there as, as a kind of concession to anglers. Um, it's, I mean, we, we won't talk about the design, but it's all <coughs> Basically, the, the rear of the platform, we're now eff effectively fishing maybe 150 metres out from the original coastline, original promenade, and we may as well not be because there's no water comes there anymore. There's so much beach behind it, so much sand has come around the back and just backed up and silt built up there that it's, you need a, a 9.5 metre tide yeah. to have that much water above it. And on a 9.5 metre tide, it anyway, it's, it's, it's risky, you get washed off the yeah. platform because it was built too small. Um, but the front of it, um, where the, the small groin that you can see there in the distance comes, that little bay of sand exists and it's built up, but beyond it, it's just pulled the sand from there and just deposited it in. So the, the fishing platform is basically redundant, nobody uses it anymore. Yeah. Right. It's, it's practically unfishable, so... But in Morecambe, generally, the, the response from the council has been so many times, we've paid for a study, we had a study done, and with the greatest respect, I know you can only go to these people, but it was cost so horrendously wrong. There's so much of it is nothing like <coughs> what the study said. Yeah. They, they raised the issue of Spartina grass building up in Morecambe, um, uh, one end of the promenade, and the council actually turned around and said, this can't happen, it won't happen because we carried out a study yeah. and American engineers checked on this and they said, it, 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 we can't have it. And so they sent a photo in the following week and they said, well, no, it can't be happening because we've, we've paid £15,000 for this engineer to come and yeah. do the study. Yeah. And, and now there's probably in excess of about 150 patches of this grass, which does what it does, it builds yeah. up it. Well, Walken Bay is quite a complex 
Yeah, it is. Well, that's, that's, that's our problem, isn't it? Because it's so complex, it's difficult to model. This is, it's less complex, it's still complex, but it is less complex because you've got a, a very clear drive from the south to the north for, for beach material movement. And that's, I don't know if you can see. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. to explain what, what they're trying to show. But um, you, you've got, you've got low energy levels as you come to the beach in terms of movement. And as you move out, the red energy levels um, are significant movements. So that, that's where the significant movements occurring is off, offshore. So we, we get a lot of material movement, which moves round from the shellsplats area, round the shoreline, and deposits itself in more conveyor belt And over the years, Fleetwood's accumulated millions and millions of tons of material. It's, um, it's, the beach levels have risen a couple of metres, certainly, around the, the frontage. Um, so there's, a, there's an awful lot of movement there. There's less movement on the shoreline, but what we, what, that's where we're interested in, because we want to try and retain that material. Um, we tend to get um, storm beaches, which are gravelly, <coughs> gravelly sand beaches, which are two, two millimetres and above. Sand, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's that, that's what we we're interested in that bit because that provides us with a, a good sea defence by having sandy beaches there. If, if we can raise those beach levels up, then we get less damage to the defence, less overtopping, and you get a more robust defence for people. Um, we won't affect anything out here, so the, the, the normal movements offshore are going to continue and will be a... Yeah. This is exactly what we got told in Morecambe, that oh, we're doing it for the sand, yeah. so you get a nice sandy beach and everybody's going to be happy. Yeah. No, it isn't that way, I'm afraid. That's it, not how it turns out. That, our, our material is a, is a sandy gravel, so it's a yeah. material, and that, that's... Morecambe is... Yeah, I Is a silty... Get that, yeah. Silty alluvial material, which is which is very, very fine. It, it, you will get that mud, mud flats forming and yeah. they, they move around frequently. So. You mentioned earlier access to the beach for anglers, but what people are tending to overlook is the fact that this is primarily a high water fishing area with a lot of good disabled access. So if you put the rocks in front of the, the revetment or the water, whatever you've got there, anglers, that's it, it's completely stone dead. Steps, anything else, access to the beach, as important as it may be, will not help. Yeah, I think I think what what the item there was how areas kind of used for fishing and yeah. what what you said. I don't know who, if if somebody could clarify that. I think you were saying that that it was a that you you fish. From from the five bar gate all the way around to Russell Point, it's it's pegged for competitions. That's how popular it is, and people fish at high. I mean, people do fish at low water. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. The majority fish at high water off the actual concrete walkway all the way around. Is that until high water get, it is a high water high, high, yeah. and this will kill it absolutely stone will. dead. It will. Now, you know, our club been running an open since 1953. Mm -hmm. It's always been sponsored. This year will be our last open because we can't run anything off there with all them rocks going to be there, because every time you pull in, you lose your Absolutely. Time. And you've mentioned also putting in platforms or access to the beach or steps you can fish off. What you've got to bear in mind is that what is a good fishing spot now because of a scour on the beach or a gully running or whatever, once all this becomes mobilised by, by the, the work you're going to do and you can't predict exactly what's going to happen where, these features are not going to end up in front of the platforms that you've built. 
Now, my main question is, why was it that the steps at Cleveland was such a good option when it's not a good option further up? What is the difference? Um, because of the, well, it's diff different conditions. It's not, it's not that much different. It, it's a lot less aggressive at Cleveland. It's a lot less aggressive. The beach levels are significantly higher at Cleveland than they are in this location. Um, it's a it's a recreation it's a it's an area where we get a lot of visitors so it's a it's a frontage that people use the beach for access to the beach in that, that way um, so it, it's, it's a different the different solutions for different areas. Well, steps allow anglers to make a choice of any spot they want to stand in front of, and, and if the mobility of the stuff on the beach changes the whole nature of it, anglers can move with that. But with your scheme. That's yeah. it. It's dead. Absolutely stone dead in the water. Yeah. I, I, I do appreciate that. So, disabled anglers, young anglers who, who can't be left to go on the beach on their own, anglers generally, not a consideration. They're all being swept under the carpet. This, well, it will go ahead. If a positive way through that, what yeah. would you be able to do to protect access to the anglers and their safety? For instance, if we're looking at the <coughs> gradient there, if somebody gets into trouble at the bottom of the rocks, um, you know, they become out of sight um, and it's difficult to reach them. Um, the, the steps that come down between the rock uh, encasements, yeah. how wide is that? 200 metres? The steps that, you know, the way, <laughs> is it worth Those little concrete steps that come down. Yeah, the 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 rock. It's too big determined. So we don't know how far they are. Well, so if they were at, say, 100 or 200 say a hundred metre section, would that be possible or would that have a detrimental effect on the, the cost of setting this up? It, well, it, it all, all comes down to cost. When you continue all the rest as well, it all comes down to cost. You couldn't have steps everywhere. There's four copies of the same plan. Okay. What, 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 what I'd try and like to get out of this today is sort of if we could map what the issues are, yeah. and then, as, as you were saying, if we made those steps, if we made those steps 50 metres wide, is that does that give you access? No, it's 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 not the width; it's the frequency and positioning of them. Right. Well, the, the referee, the, these steps on this are 100 metres apart, aren't they? At the moment, yeah, un until cost kicks in and something's got to go, and then obviously well, it looks about 200. I think it's 200. I know that's not the same. Is it 100 metres between any point? Oh, from any point, yeah. If you were between two steps, you're 100 metres away from a set of steps, yeah. There's eight lots of steps there. Yeah, that'd be right. 1600, yeah. That's 10, isn't it? So it's every 200 metres, you either got a, a ramp or a step access. Because unfortunately, it does. It does. Cost is a very, very influential factor because the funders just won't pay us for no. whatever we want. There are certain obligations in law, though, to disabled people that you've got to yeah. abide by, and you have just kicked those completely into touch. Well, no, no, no. Well, no, explain no. to me then how a disabled angler can get access to the high water and fish. On, on, on that particular, on that particular fact, um, when it comes to making adjustments for disabled access, those are all down. They're very subjective. There is no objective guidelines to that. And what it is, it's what is available. And one of for instance, not every pub has a lift or a lamp up on the top floor, and, and they're not expected to because it is But you can make a choice to go to a different pub. You can't go to a different piece of course. From, from health well, and safety, that's from, a, from a safety point of view, there is, there is certain um, 
there are certain principles on time to somebody uh, and the things say if we're looking at 100 meters at an access point it might be a case of um, the time that it would take a normal human being to get from one point to another might be a problem and therefore we might be able to ask for a couple more of those access points to be put in from a safety point of view rather than a disabled access point. They've only given them access to the beach. Yes. We don't, they're not, they're not they fishing from the beach. Fish they fish on the high water. They don't want to yeah. fish off the wall. That's all they, they can manage to fish is off the wall. Because of the rocks. It's an amenity thing, it's not a safety issue. Get caught into the rock. Yeah. I'm not talking about disabled angling access at this moment. We look at that in a second. What I'm just looking at at the moment is the safety implications. Oh, right. So it's, the, it's, it's just access to somebody in distress. That's what I'm looking at the moment. Right. But walking down access element we can look at in a minute. Climbing down rocks to fish is not something which I would describe as being safe. No. Despite the fact that people will do it, who, yeah. whose shoulders will it fall on if there's an accident? You'll wash your hands of it. You shouldn't be doing that. So if they shouldn't be doing that, provide an amenity that they can do it properly. Yeah. But, but to the north, you're looking at the kind of width of the steps. Yes, the yes. Steps, that would provide that access rather than being on the right. Right. Yes. yes exactly. Two issues. First of all, you mentioned fishing at Cleveland. I noticed the council, and I would love to know on what legal authority, and I stress the word legal, has put up no fishing signs there. Yeah. Well, then, I may point out quite clearly. Unless you have a specific act of parliament, those signs have to be modified immediately. Yeah, now they've been taken. We've been stopped fishing up there. No, you haven't. Yes, we have. There are no fishing signs, or there were up to about a week ago, because I've phoned up the council. Yeah, well, they, they were. I know the public safety, and they're in the beach, and they're not completely. I've had them taken yeah. down. They're all right yeah. in the evening. They have no legal authority whatsoever. But if we went during the day, we get stopped. Right. No, there's no there's no restrictions on fishing on any of our frontage. So who's no, stopping you, Michael? Sorry? Who's stopping you? I think it was the um um what do you call the swimming guards or what we The lifeguards. Life it's on patrol areas, but yeah. they do not have that authority unless you have a specific act yeah. of parliament. No, there's no, right. there's no intention to... But, well, those signs should have gone, I've asked for them to be yeah. removed. Well, I did fall up as an ongoing thing, I keep yeah. talking about that. No, it's alright, they, they, they should Right, have practical solution to your problem now. Put more diagonal slipways in. That's not practical for no. us. No, no way. We get, you, you fish on the diagonal slipway, you, you, you've, you've got the person at the bottom, and that's the only right. person that gets a fishing. What is it? 15 feet in height altogether, if you've got a decent diagonal. Yeah, but you're fishing over rock. You, you, any, anything other than at, at the low, low, yeah, low end of it, yeah, and then you've only really got access from the bottom. As you go further back up the diagonal, yeah, the you've, got, you've only got you're two or three people. The, the amount of people that fish that beach is unbelievable. I mean, you, you, you live there, you should know. And so you, you'll see it at night time, you'll see a sea of lights going down, you know, down the beach where people are fishing. You're talking is it about... particularly this stretch? It is, yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah, absolutely it's a, it's a, it's a cod, rather than the bit... Yeah, it's a, it's a cod area as well. It's the main area from the five-bar gate, or just, just, just on the Cleveland side of it, right round Russell Point, is the key area in the entire northwest of England. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. You couldn't find a more important fishing area. High water. Yeah, from, from this. Because you've got this, this, all our club matches are up there. And I know we've got pegs on there anymore. No, well, it's funny. The numbers I've got an issue with. It's Kevin Oak.
Absolutely right, yeah. We're yeah. Gonna, For we're us. We're going to lose tackle after tackle after tackle. <laughs> then it comes an issue then with dog walkers. Anglers are leaving their tackle on the beach. Yeah, and there'll yeah. be hundreds of it because every time you cast, bring in, snap, gone. Yeah. There'll be hundreds of tackle all over the beach. So, I mean, I, I've never been an angler. I've never been out fishing at all. So it's my absolute not an ignorance mm. on it. If, if, you, if you had a wider kind of area of steps coming down. No, you can't fish the steps. No, no, what I think what we're saying is if, if that, that and that was, was, so that was a concrete section yeah. around yeah. the steps, could yeah. you fish off that? Yeah. But it doesn't, so it, it, it doesn't solve the problem necessarily because if you get a migration of material on the beach, what is a feature now? Once it migrates, you could build your steps in front of a key feature, and there are, all the beach doesn't fish. Let's get that straight. There's only certain aspects of the beach because there's features there that attract fish. Yeah. If you put your platform in front of an attractive uh, spot, when it all migrates, that spot's going to end up somewhere else where there isn't any any access to it. So it's. Yeah. But do they, are those spots constant now, or are they changing? Well, uh, we can move with them. We can, it doesn't matter. We can move with them at the moment. So what the hell? That, that, that's the thing. It's, 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 it's a natural right, feature. Yeah, exactly. It's a natural feature. The guys have been fishing natural feature yeah. Yeah. for hundreds of years, and therefore <coughs> they, they can say how this will affect that natural feature. Yeah, yeah. You can, it can mean, just in a, in a very small element. Um, there was two grooms put in at Perch Rock on the Burrow Peninsula, uh, and a lot of research was done to see where it, where substrates would migrate to. Um, the guys who fished the were quite happy because it was going to remove and scour away a little bit, which would have given them deeper water, uh, and that would have given them more species to fish for during the summer months. However, what's happened is, it's it's actually, we've got a build-up of sand on the other side of the coast, so where the top seaforth rocks are and Cosme Marina, um, there are now sand dunes there, but they're never there. Yeah. So the, the tonnage of sand that's appeared is, is amazing, and it's cut off what was the promenade from the beach. So it wasn't just anglers that were affected, but it's also the, the local population. And that happened within a decade and a half. So it's, it's, it's amazing how these things move around. I think it is worth us looking at this and just seeing yeah. what we could do. Um, what, what, what you can add to it, if there's any areas that you're saying this, this is a feature that we would really value, and then well, it's difficult yeah. on, a chart, on a map like that, you need to go and see it. Yeah, so yeah. Look from Russell, but Hussey, yeah. we'll right to Russell Point, yeah. fish yeah. all along. But there are key features, you do. Let's, should we have a lot of fishing? But well, the key features will be identified on that, it's just a plan. Yeah, I would say this will be moved anyway. It's just human, it doesn't serve any useful purpose. One exists, all the vanishing reels, some of them do, but mainly it's a high water. People fish off the wall. As it stands there, actually, just quickly, if you don't mind, it's, we're talking 2.8 kilometres where we end the whole thing. Uh, 1.8. 1.8, so even less then. Um, if we're looking at steps every 200 metres, uh, we end up with sort of like nine fishing spots, effectively. I mean, how many, you could easily find 90 anglers on there 
on a winter's evening in October, yeah. November. And it's going to close a problem because what are you get? This is what you get. Gonna it's gonna get just um, there, quite a number of anglers, and then they'll get the pleasure anglers, and there's going to, I can see it now, there's going to be arguments. You know, we were here before, you know, so that. You get safety issues, at, I mean, we've got pictures here of Morecambe, but what you tend to get is one angler on the steps, tripod out, and then someone else will turn up, they park the car, they've walked down, so they clamber onto the rocks at the side, and I've seen sort of a dozen anglers on the rocks on there, and there's times we've walked past with a dog and thought, oh, God, no, not today, no. We'll Someone's going to end in. You're just waiting for the news story of somebody just pass that down yeah. for a minute. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, this, is, this is how they tend to go, and... They're not, they're not always young fellas either. I've seen fellas in the 70s struggling onto the rocks, dragging tackle boxes behind them. People who, you know, a lot of fellas are fitter than me are in the 70s, but a lot of the fellas that are going on there are not particularly fit to be doing that. But they're so dogged, they, they fish there all their lives and they're not going to give it up. They're going to go and fish there because they want to fish into that gully off the end of there. That's, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And then as you start getting growth as well because of the tidal, you know, the tide's coming over on a regular basis, it's going to get sort of growth. It gets slippery. It gets very slippery. Very I mean, dangerous. I, it's extremely dangerous, yeah. And the, 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 the big rocks as well, and so, because they're so big, you fall into there, you, you could easily get lost in there. You know, people wouldn't see you and you, you, you're done. And for a safety aspect as well, if, I, if you're fishing, if, if I was stood here, I wouldn't expect anybody to no, be you, that's the right. Especially so if you've got a fast this is time. area, the whole space here, yeah. because that's a safety aspect. Well, it's a safety, and also if you, it's from the point of view you're not getting tangled up with everybody yeah. else as well, because obviously we've got a movement of, of water going sideways, which it is on the beach. Uh, well, then it's going to your line's going to go over there somewhere. If, you know, if, if the tide's going that way, sort of thing. So the person next to you has got to be far enough away that they're not getting you know, over you that's every right, time you cast yeah. out. Yeah. So you, it's not like you can just all fish in one little spot. You can't. You, you need. A wide area, just purely because you can't get away without it. You, you know, you'll end up just tangling everybody up. It's yeah. The, can, what can you, we talk about. Do, do any of you people fish? Angle. My dad does. I fossil. <laughs> you should be doing better, mate. <laughs> Not anymore, he won't. Because I've got images of you thinking that everyone just sits down on a box, like they do at a, a river or a lake. Mm, no. It's nothing like that at all. Yeah. No, I'd like to understand exactly how you do fish this area. And then well, come out for us. Come out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that might, might be a way to do it. Would it be possible to put a linear platform in? That's no good, though, Steve. It, it, it's because it's going to be halfway up with the rocks underneath it. it it's, it's the bottom. And you get high tide, it's gone. Yeah. I mean, there must be certain ways around. I mean, on yeah. linear platforms, um, how many would you need to, to, to be able to fish off a guess? What, the platform? I mean, well, you have a step the fact that you have one, say, an hour into the tide, one, an hour, two hours into the tide. What? Build steps. You fish anywhere you want, then. Now, the best option for us is, is definitely steps. However, steps without you know, any you, shadow of a doubt is the only option for us. I mean, the, I would say... To protect the concrete, because the concrete is still... It's not, is it too expensive in, in total? If there were sections of concrete that, that were there at a regular basis, um, first of all, it wouldn't just help angling, it would help beach access full stop. Um, it, it, would it have, that would that break down or, or would it be, yeah. would it be protected because of the, the, the rock? No, it really almost a focal point, I think. <coughs> The, the, the likelihood is where you've got a lot, the beach will build up. Mm -hmm. And then if you have a hard feature, if, if, 
having steps there would cause us big problems because people would try and access the steps and then we've got a, an issue with with people accessing steps when they're not access steps if you see what I mean. So it'd be better not to have steps, it'd be better to have an access step with concrete, flat concrete on either side because we might be able to keep that there. But you see what I mean? Because you wouldn't you wouldn't want to try and encourage people to walk down other areas apart from the de designated steps because we can keep those in, in a condition where people can actually access it safely. Whereas if you've got non-accessible, non-access areas which yeah. which are supposed to be access areas, people will use them and then they'll fall over. So what would you have in front of them? You know, on, the, on the seaward side, would you have rocks in front of them? In front of these well, fishing the, areas? The, 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 bit that, the, the bit that we're concerned about is really the the bottom bit. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's the bit that's that's, that's the bit of, yeah, yeah well, obviously because that's where we're casting over. Yeah. Yeah. Pulling in over. So so that if if we said all right, well the bit that's out of the abrasion zone was stepped concrete, and you we took away the wall, and you could walk along that upper apron. Would that still be a problem to cast over a lower? Revetment. That would depend on the the sort of extent of the uh, the concrete underneath the, the uh, stones. Stone, yeah. you know, I mean, if it, if it wasn't that big, potentially once the tide's in, it's quite easy to get your tackle fairly high in the water. As long, I say, as long as you're fairly able-bodied, um, sitting down. I know having had a busted leg, sitting down in the tackle box is not as easy to do when you you're actually sort of sat down. But yeah, you can get your tackle fairly high in the water fairly quickly, and as long as you're not having to lift over. An extent, it would be if you could sort of cut this in half and then have steps at the top. It may be more viable. I don't know that it would be. I think it's still going. I mean, I'm just looking at a guy. This is just a, a thing. This, this this weekend, I was, I was fishing with a uh, this this week. I was fishing with a guy who he's got a bad back and he was fishing off a wall and, and the distance to to the water was probably here to that window away, something like that, just drop away. But it, even he was fishing there because it was straight to deep water and because he's got a bad back he can't cast it far and whatnot and, and these are people you know you disabled people you, you're going to get people like this that maybe sat in a wheelchair or whatever and can't cast very far and and that was about the extent of his cast he could just get beyond that which gets him into the water gets him fishing and, and he's happy with that but he, he did struggle you know getting it up the wall after and that's that's concrete wall like that and, and he, he's still getting up that so you can imagine having boulders rocks with craggy edges and whatnot he's not going to get much chance of getting his tackling without well, losing it, I would say. Right. It, it, it's, right. I wish it was simple, but it really isn't. It really isn't. You've got to have one here. Yeah. That is non-negotiable, is it? That, that's a specific reason why that, that breaking's at it. That's what's worse technically. Yeah. So anything more like that is a problem, isn't it? Because you, you need to increase the size of the yeah. block. Which means going to Norway. Which means going to Norway. Which is more expensive, which means building steps because it's cheaper. So if we can if we can demonstrate <laughs> if we can demonstrate that limestone's an environmental no no and granite's too expensive, you won't have a choice, will you? You'll have to build steps. It'd be nice if you I know that that's you it's an option which you're putting in because you have to because you feel that you, it's gonna increase prices if you don't put it in. But it's an option for us. It's, it's the best option, without a doubt. The, the step option is really the, the best option for us. Yeah, I think it's all this, all this it stuff. really is very clear. Um, but as I said earlier, unfortunately, it's, it's ultimately not up to us. It's up to the funders yeah. to vet the process. And with all due respect, my dad's an angler, so he loves it. So, you know, that's where my heart is. But with all due respect, 
He's getting it, it at, at home as well as at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I am. Good. With all, good. You know, with all respect to the, to the, to the, to the uh, recreation, you anglers are one of many stakeholders. I agree. It's not a weighty factor. Yeah, absolutely. I agree so with that. I, yeah, that's fair enough, Steve. Um, but, but what I, I will say is that, you know, you, you, with a step option, you've still got the, it still does the job, otherwise you'll be putting it forward. Um, the cost of maintenance, as, as I say, you, we'll you have got you. My fishermen. You will. <laughs> you will have. Donations. You will have a maintenance. Well, we, well, we will do with our. You know, we'll come and pay money in your shops and things like that. <laughs> yeah. So we do that anyway. Um, what was I getting out there? Yeah, the, you, you, the maintenance. Side, it, it isn't maintenance-free. The, the, this rock option, especially you know, the, because of the rats and things like that. I mean, it's only part of it. Then you've got the rubbish collection and things like that. I mean, at the moment, I believe you've got people going down the beach. Actually, you know, local people collecting rubbish off the beach. They won't do that when it's all in the rocks and everything because you, you can't get in there for a start. And and they're the things that, that actually cause the problems with the rats again. You know, I mean. I've had, I think last time I saw you, Steve, you said that there isn't a problem with the rats. Morecambe said there isn't a problem. They're now saying, yes, there isn't there. There's an acknowledged problem with the rats. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because we, we've talked to them since. I said, what's this all about? You know, he said, there's no problem. And now they're talking about, yes, well, we're, we're going to make sure that we get rid of this infestation and there will be regular... They're talking about... The, the, uh, the pest control officer at the council was uh, reluctant, declined to give any actual figures as to what they're spending on it, but he said there's a substantial programme of uh, test baiting going on down there. And it said in and out of working hours, nighttime, daytime, um, and it's, it said, but it's it's just proving impossible to control. Yeah, and that's that's, that's going to be an ongoing cost. For you. That it said no. Right, it's going to be an ongoing cost for you with that scheme. Except even if we did have that. Yeah, you think that's going to be lot, less? It's, it's a heck of a lot cheaper. Right, well, fair enough. Because we're spending around two hundred and fifty thousand pounds a year on this stretch, just, yeah. just patching up concrete, which we can't keep doing it, don't yeah. you? If, if you're determined to go down this road of, of um, the rock armour, well, it just feels like that from you. Can, can I make a suggestion? Can I, can, I, can I make this? The rocks are your main concern, and that's, no, the, that's the way you're looking at it because it's the cheapest option for you. It's not. It's the most likely option that we will get funding for. If we can't get funding, what, what the funders can say is yes, but you can go for that other option, but you can find the other £10 million. And I don't understand. It's, it's that sort I can't get it around the end why you've called this meeting. And yet, you, you're sort of listening to us, but on the other hand, you know that the option's going to be the rocks because of the budget that you're going to have. And it's going to absolutely kill fishing for all of us. And that'll be one section of leisure done. We've called this meeting, Michael, to say, is there any way we can make rocks work for you? Is there anything we can do that will make this area fishable for you if we use rocks? No. What you're saying to us is no. I'm saying no. If it's just purely rocks, no, yeah, you, that, you that won't work, no. But you're saying if it's purely rocks, so well, is there something well, else well, that we well, can well, put I was just, I was just trying to make a suggestion. Yeah. Well, yeah. To is, me, is, is that so. can, can I make a suggestion with this, please? Yeah, um, and this is... I've mentioned it to you, Mike, with it, where you know where the steps are at the moment. I mean, yes. if we could have, they'd have to be fairly regular, but have a, a sort of a wider step. As I'm, by that, yeah. I'm talking maybe 50, 100 yard. Something, you know, like in between one, two pairs of set, what, two, uh, well, two yeah. rocks. Two, two sets of steps, mean, I mean. If there were, if You'd have it right in between. Be, there wouldn't be any rock. 
Because well, that's right. Yeah, but just in in sections, hundred meter sections. Well, what he's saying is, if we doubled up on those steps, so what you've got there, yeah, two hundred meter section. So what? So talking about an open section. Thing. An yeah, an open section between the rocks where you, you you could actually fish off, but on a regular basis. So you'd have a, say a hundred meters of, of stone, a hundred meters of right. step. What, what, what sort of with you, you've got the steps there, which at the moment they go down to a rock run. So yeah. You could you could fish off the steps, I guess, but that wouldn't be much good to you. But if, yeah. if we, what sort of width do you need? Like, well, this is what I'm saying. Steps well, I'm in just, order for you to fish. Well, That's what I was saying before, I'm I'm trying to sort of expand on that really. That right. when when you fish, uh, especially when it's moving, so, you know, coming through a fair rate, you you, might, you say there's not much tide run there, but actually when you fish it. Oh, there's a bag of tide. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. So so you can imagine then if if you throw a weight out and and. It, what it can do, it start bouncing down the beach, and so you end up with your your weights over there somewhere. And so you fish, you cast out there, but it's over there somewhere because it's bounced down a bit until it's actually locked in with the grippers. Somebody's uh, fishing next door to you, they cast out. If they if they're from me to you away, they're going to go over you. And as soon as they start reeling in, they'll drag your stuff in with them. Then you start losing tackle. Everybody gets in irate because they're all arguing with each other because it's. Right. So you need to have gap, good sized gaps between people. You're receiving over rocks so, anyway if your line goes out. Well, that's true enough, the steps yeah. or they, yeah, they, well, they, they need to be hellish wide. Well, this is why I'm saying 100 metres as opposed yeah. to something like But also, meters. it's not just a, just a case of putting steps in at regular intervals, it's a case of putting them in where the steps need to be in terms of angling interest. Well, I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to think of a second option only because of the, those features are going to move. And yeah, so it wants got, modelling first. If you've got them, every, well, you're being that. If you have them sort of like on a regular basis going down, there's going to be somewhere around there that you can fish. If you get 100 metres stretch rate, you're going to be able to get a few feet If a feature lands in between two sets of steps, well, then it's lost. It is lost, yeah. Shall we split these plans up rather than everybody talking? You're talking in a natural group, so do you want to take a plan? So what can you see on the plan apart that's got natural features on it? We can't make any. It's just a, a line drawing of, of the coastline with some bits coming off it. We can't say put something here, put something there. You need a proper schematic with all the features on it. Yeah, well, you we can't make any. I know you can't. Right, so this so is a waste of time. Change anyway. Right. I mean, or to the left, right into that. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to be no good. No good. No. Well, why would you have a plan and yeah. say that the steps would be better totally being easy. here and wider? And Just write it down, you don't need to write it on the plan. Put all your worries on the plan, and then if you've got any solutions, ideally, can you put them on the plan as well, and then I can take them back and see if you yeah. That's what I'd like. And the drink, there are drinks available. I don't know if yeah, anybody's said it. If you want a cup of tea, coffee, water, help yourself at the machine. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> is, is there a reason for why the steps come down above the grinds? It, it's to stop scour at those points because what tends to happen if you've got a, a vertical face, you get a pool of, a pool of water at the bottom. Right. Um, so it, it's to try and prevent that. So it, it protects that area. Yeah. But it's, 
you could you could increase well you could put concrete uh, flat concrete down on the side of the steps which if that's useful yeah, but if it isn't then what slope concrete <coughs> yeah dangerous yeah. yeah. well, well then what you walk like a soft sorry particularly when you walk in on the concrete on the steps well it's not a solution to us then is it set steps in there so no, I don't know I'm trying to get my head out of there but how are you we normally fish, you've, you've, got, you've got a wall that, that runs along with a, a concrete road at the back. We stand behind that wall, that high wall. That's where we need to be. Not for walking, you mean, you mean for fishing and dragging our gear up? That will draw with the water floor further to the west and allow a level build-up along the base which will protect your footings. So I disagree with that. Yeah. But it will throw to the west. Can I ask you about the... Sorry. You know, the, uh, when we talked last, you said about um, we probably have to recharge the beach. It's possible that you might have to recharge the beach. You know what? If, if we were to... Thanks. I'm sorry about that. Um, if we were to um, put those... Step why areas in, because would you not be able to cope with the recharge? Would that not take a stop under scour anyway? Yeah. If that is under recharge, what are you going to do? We would look Stop at the granite. Yeah. Why would you look at the steps? Well, we would look at the cost of the granite and then we would look at the cost of a concrete development and we would have to go with the cheapest. So it is all going to We'd have to factor in maintenance costs. So they all work. It's going to cost the taxpayer a lot more. In some way or another, technically, all the different options that we've looked at. But at the moment, the rock is the one. Just that that comes out top when you weigh up. Well, not exactly. The limestone is the <coughs> <laughs> But you mean limestone? Yeah. Because we are looking, we are looking, the contractor <coughs> we are working with is looking into prices. Uh, the reason I was asking about recharge was because my understanding is that if, we, if you were able to put in a wide step between the two, well, that's from your own engineering. If you were able to put in a step in fact, it's actually near a limestone cast. You could fish and go step down and so on. It doesn't even fall midway. You could fall in just a wide step more expensive. And say, I need to check that. And then recharge between the lines. Have you also not got an obligation on the law to provide the solution? Would that not mitigate the cost? Believe me, none of that will provide anything for anyone who will. We have to comply with the We have the scheme is audited by the DDA auditors. So we have to show that on the product that we've provided access around to When you get down to actual activity, then there's no, there's no sort of, you must do this, you must do that. We try our best, but at the end of the day, this has been built as a protection scheme, not as a recreation facility. Yeah. Well, but if there are ways of 
incorporating the two. We will try and incorporate the two, but we are not legally obliged to But then, instead of having... Well, my understanding is that you're on the other of the This hundred yard stretch is extremely worth it. We can identify so where you can put this right there and, and put them where all the relevant features are. The downside of that is, and I've brought to you an example of normal. It used to be the Royal Hotel in Cleveland. I don't know what you call it now. Whatever. The Wireboard Angling Club launches late. I remember that slot. Because of that cafe and the circular motion of the the tide was the north. So if you model it properly and it's reliable, you can put those steps where you know the features are going to change based on, on the proper accurate models. To be honest, I don't know whether that type, I know it wasn't physically modelled, whether it's Thank you. 
And another question, which is not completely allied to the, the problem we're here to discuss, but is, is a, a great concern to me and a lot of other people, is why don't you make some alterations to the grinding system here at those steps where the white hole club slip is to stop it being on the line on big times? The, the actual slip way. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than getting uh, yeah. which is what? Yeah, we're getting, we're getting. Yeah, 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 we're has it got worse since we did the big turn on the board just a little bit further north? Or has that had no effect on it? It was already about the same time. It, it was it was when the whole work was completed that it started to get undermined. Right. Um, our suspicion is, and the suspicion of great mass like that I would add, is that the water is swirling around those stars coming to the north at high water or just before high water and it's coming about scouring under, scouring under the whole thing. It's sitting out and thinking deflected out and carrying all the way the material. What he wants is a, is a yeah. groin. Well, he's got a very small groin, small boulder groin. But if in, in the position of that, he was brought further up to deflect the water away. And coming up, once he gets the high water, that, that's been overwhelmed that groin. Or even the wide groin. Don't say this personally, but I have no confidence in what you're going to do. No confidence in, in, in the Russell in, scheme? In this or that. Just oh, right. to let you know. That's your property. Well, I shall await. Watch this space. Right. 
the environment agency and obviously I was, I was yeah, promising to see all sorts of planning apps and stuff. So I'm basing it on past experience. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or I may be pleasantly surprised. But uh, with regard to this scheme, I think with the abrasion you're going to get with mobile materials being taken up to the north by the tide, limestone is not going to last forever anyway. It's quite a soft material. But because you can't, because you've not got a standard by which to measure it, like you have with steps, these steps used to be so high, and now they're only this high, so they've worn away. With lots of car seats, you can brush it under the carpet, you can pretend it's not happening. But it is happening. So why is there not a maintenance issue with rocks as well as the steps? It's the same issue. Probably because you like to say there's, there's no documented evidence of this happening at other locations where it's being used. Maybe that's something. Maybe, maybe that's something that, that needs to be looked into at you know a, a higher level. Because if we if we're getting these comments here, then elsewhere around other authorities around the country who are wanting to use limestone, you know, should be getting the same comments. Well, it should be, but maybe they're not. Who knows? There must be a, be a word and turn issue anyway, as I say. If you've got maintenance on the, on the stairs, then you, you, in theory, you're losing your rock art. I know studies we've done have indicated we've been losing 14 mil. Yeah. Uh, so that's probably about half an inch, isn't it? Everything out here. It's very abrasive, I appreciate that, but to say it's not only abrasive, it's this is not a solution, this is just another way of doing the same thing, and it's cheaper option, and I think ought to be emphasised, and yeah, cheap always, or usually involves Rate spending in the long term. Cheap is only cheap initially. So sometimes the more expensive option is the cheaper one when you factor in that. Yeah, but as part of this process, we have had to factor in maintenance. Now, what you're saying is maybe we've missed a trick and maybe we should be factoring in a higher cost for future maintenance of the limestone. But that, that can only be based on, on evidence of what those maintenance costs are at, at other authorities. Because it's just a stab in the dark, isn't it? Otherwise, we, we don't know. We are. We would be assuming that there is a breakdown of the rock, but at the moment, we don't have any hard evidence to support can I, can I say this to you? Whenever, whenever anglers or anybody puts anything forward. The big question that's always asked is, where's your scientific evidence to back this up? Well, can't we turn that on you? If you say that this is okay, where's your scientific evidence to back this up? Why is the onus on us always? Why is the onus not on you to demonstrate categorically that that will not have maintenance costs before you go ahead? I will say it won't, and it won't find out it's too late. The onus is on you to prove to everybody that that is going to cost what you say it's going to cost. And you've not factored in the rat infestations, which, regardless of whether you bury it, is going to happen. And the effect on the muscle population. It's a, muscle, it's a designated muscle gathering 
growing area. So you can have a devastating effect on that. Why is the why is the onus on on us and, and IFCA to actually come up with evidence? Why 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 is it not on you to demonstrate that it's not going to cause this problem? Should be. We won't be. Right, me. Stop moaning. Do you want to prove? Okay. You'll be sorry if I have a roof because it'll loosen my tongue. I think it will actually, yeah. Can I ask a question? Yeah. 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 Y
Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, 
Identify features and then compare it to your modeling 
and where your modern says all those features are likely to move to rather than just putting them in randomly all the way along the thing. I know it's sounds like defeatism, but at the end of the day, it's going to do what we're going to do. Well, we need to put some things into the end. See, I've just been talking about okay. These are the, they're not set in stone, so you can have the idea. They're not, these are not set in stone to even have them in. They're still, if they have the permission to go ahead, they can get the people to do the building design together. But they're not, they don't know what they're doing because they haven't been uh, designed yet. Right. But this is going to cause more of a problem than anything else because this is going to change hydrodynamics. This is what's going to knock you off. Well, yeah, yeah. And also, I agree. But what I'm saying is, the hell bent on putting them in and we can't stop yeah, well, it. Yeah, Make them usable. Yeah, well, well, let's go down the road of not having them in the first place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that. Can I go first and just you, you talk about can. the option that. Um, oh, I'm just going to thank everybody for um, oh, putting up. We can't cover everything, but um, hopefully there's some solutions there. Right. Um, one solution that's just been um, put down. Um, is concrete fishing platforms in the within the revetments? How would you access them? Mm. That's all subject to detailed design, of course. Um, it, the principle is there; it's a workable principle, um, but we wouldn't get any more funding for it. Um, if we did it, it'd have to be affordable within the grant and it'd have to be detailed design so it's safe access, this kind of thing. In an ideal world, I, can, I could see, in an ideal world, I could see there being a, a strip, a fishing platform all the way along with railings, this kind of thing, midway along with revetment, or to, to, hear me out, to an extent where you can cast over and your tackle doesn't get, you're shaking your head, but hear me out, to an extent where you can wheel in and the tackle doesn't get caught on rocks. Um, and it could in, in, improve the visitor attraction in the town. Uh, if you've got this big fishing facility, uh, fishing offer, why wouldn't it work? How far down in the tidal cycle will it be? Because once it gets over about half tide, we'll be pushed off and the most of the fishing comes at high water, so it's going to be submerged. This is where we picked two, where we actually said two platforms as opposed to, or three if, we could, but two. Yeah, go on. If you look at the, the, the actual length of the rock armour there, it's 30 metres, so it's 100 feet. Yeah, so it would be an access size. An yeah, access yeah. Thing. Uh, high water, if you, if you, most, I don't know, do, do you think most people would struggle most to get a hundred foot cast? It's, it's not getting out, it's getting it in. Yeah, it's the end bit, isn't it? So yeah. Okay. Don't matter how far you cast it, it's got to come in over those rocks at an angle. Yeah, that's why I said about two, because you've got two, at least it gives you an option of, of, of being able to get it in, and then as, as a tide comes in, you've got water then, which you can bring it through, that's yeah. what was my thinking. Yeah. But it'll push you off the ledge after a certain time. Well, that's right, but you move to the next one, that's, that's a, the idea of having two. You have it to be above the, the high water. There's, and then you wind it in over the rocks again. Yeah, but, you, yeah, but it's underwater by a fair way by that yeah. point, you should be able to pull it over the... Over yes, the, yeah. You can have a better chance of doing that than... You have a better chance, but it's not necessarily going to work. It might just improve the chance, it won't solve the problem. Well, solving the problem would be putting the steps in, but we're not going to get that, so... Well, we don't know that yet. If limestone gets kicked in into touch, we might have to have the steps. All right, well... It's, we'll, it's the only, it's can the only we just affordable say we would option. like steps, but can we just look at another, just in I case? I think that's a wise thing to do. Because, because we need to look at... Just dig your finger yeah. around and say, we're not budging, you're not going to get anything. Yeah, I've not said that, I've had yeah. a chat over there before. 
yeah. we've got options forward ourselves. Yeah, but can just to, I, I quite like the idea of you saying it right along because that would work. Well, can I just qualify this? Because we're talking about access to, to disabled as well. And if you had uh, almost a wide walkway, if you will, uh, 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 so you've got a level, you've got another level there. You've still got these rocks and everything on either side of it, but you've got a level and a level like that. Um, and one, say, about halfway up what would be a normal tide, and one at the high tide or just, a, just above the normal high tide uh, level. You, you're going to have two walkways. And that, I, I know from experience, of, like in, in Hesham, you've got a, an area that runs along the cliffs, and people just, just go out for walk. It's nice to walk along. And all right, you've got the platform at the top, but people like to be closer to the sea. So they would actually use that as a... a an access uh, and a viewing area or whatever and if people are fishing off there they like to see that as well you know you get people just walk along the problem it's, talking it's, to it's people a hybrid solution we've, we've got the rock to deal with the abrasion we've got the platform for promenade yeah. and fishing but if we could have two that would give you the you know. two even better if it can be afforded yeah it almost goes back to our one of our options that we were looking at initially though that was a lower rock revetment and stepped upper revetment Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's to, our, our issue is that interface between the beach and yeah. the, mm -hmm. the revetment, and if we can get so you can cast over. Oh, right. Yeah. It's it's that, that sort of that, that's the, it's the key issue is the bottom end because with your with this you've got like the geotextile and then you've got the rock armor over the top of the geotextile and you're for thirty meters or something is it at the bottom, um, but. Because uh, is, is that rock armour going to be in smaller grading or is it going to be still these 36 tonne things? They are they're still large rocks, they're yeah. slightly smaller at the bottom because it's three to four. That, that, that is a real problem because you've got a massive step up and surely you're going to get under, you know, under scouring and, and uh, undermining of those rocks as well, aren't you, at the bottom? Because um, you've basically got a vertical face, it's not, not much different to having a, a, a concrete. It's, it's got voids in it though, you see, so it goes through it rather than mm. into it. That, that's, the, that's the big difference. Mm. You've got something that can go round and through. Yeah, yeah, I, get, I understand. The energy rather than hitting against a concrete solution. <coughs> anyway, so that's the that's efficient that's platform option. Okay. It's rejected across. Right, okay. So we, and the distance that you can actually cast over, what, what's, what sort of... What it's it's not the casting, it's the pulling in that's pulling a problem. Down, yeah, it's, it's the pulling that depends what on. What depth of water would you need above the rocks to be able to reasonably cast in? As long as you don't catch anything, not too much at all. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's the moment you have a fish on, there's a whole different world. Yeah, because they take to dive, you um, see, so that, that, it is a problem sometimes. As you get closer to the walls or whatever, the fish will dive and head for cover. So yeah. if it sees a rock in there, it's going to try and get right, under it. Yeah. And, and so it's it's not quite as simple as, oh, you yeah. just drag it in, it doesn't really work that way. Um, I think a minimum of a metre. You'd you close in. You would have to be, and as it dropped away, it's not exactly a steep drop, is it either? So if you stood there and you're four or five meters away from you, it probably would still be only a meter and a half or something mm -hmm. like that. Well, a lot of people fish with rigs with sort of four or five foot snoods on, and very often you can have your weight on the top of the water and have the fish five feet underneath yeah, or something yeah. like that. So oh. it would need to be some depth of water anyway. Yeah, really. yeah. On a rig issue, we would change. We're with yeah, 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 adapt yeah, to get around it, but I think you want figures. Can we give a figure? Because I mean, that's what you want, isn't it? Ultimately, you want yeah. figures yeah. that you can so work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, can we sort of agree a figure that would work between anglers? That what sort of depth we would look at? 
just as a... The deeper, the better. Yeah, obviously for us, yeah, that's what we want. But there's going to be a minimum, isn't there? Because, it, yeah. you know, I don't think a metre would be enough, actually, in those circumstances. I think the problem is you're never going to suit anybody anyway. There's always going to be someone that says, well, I want yeah, it right off the edge yeah, of the platform. Yeah. So when I'm winding, it's going to be caught on them rocks four yeah. feet out. Yeah, true. Um, so I think we know amongst our own group it's going to cause a lot of uh, division but if you had a platform perhaps at say eight and a half metres and one at ten and a half or something like that that would cover the lowest tides although it's not as heavily fished on the seven metres and that sort of thing is it yeah. down there what but if you only have one platform now I'd be surprised if two to three four you could only buy them in yeah for sure what if, you have, what, if you get, what if you only have one what's the maximum uh, what's the shallowest depth of water? It depends on the angle of the rocks going in and the distance they go out. But that's the big issue, really. That's the way you can put it. One in, one in five at the I, top. I think you need to be looking, at, personally, I think you need to be looking at, at going to the higher end, to, to uh, just above the um, what is a normal tide around the area and then it may be that you have to wait that little bit you might not be able to fish that little bit in there but at the moment you've got the gullies and you tend to come in from the gullies if you are fishing it up you go from the gullies and then you take a huge jump back door you and set yourself up on the wall well, yeah, last, anyway. last two or three so, hours so, so therefore you know that will give you it's going to give you a bit more time you're going to have to wait around I suppose but that's got to be better than not having anything to fish off well we put a, a set of counter suggestions in there haven't we as well yeah about the having a, a yeah but having this as a fishing platform all the way out yeah are they, are we, I mean I've talked to Mike and Mike says that they're not um, set in stone those I've actually putting them on there I mean ideally from my point of view would be that they're are going to cause more problems than, than they're actually going to solve because they're the kind of things that are going to cause hydrodynamics change and they're going to cause yeah, problems with the lug beds. Before we move on to the next one, can we yeah. just confirm these dimensions so we right. look at the feasibility of it? I know it's putting these yeah, on No, I mean, I, yeah, I think we've all got different idea. ideas, that's oh. the problem. The platform, that's what that's we need, the, the platform in relation to high water, yeah. I mean, high water space. It's looking to strike the rock hammer about I think halfway, well, isn't it? Well, my view. There's no actual water there until you get to the last couple of hours of the tide anyway. It's, it's it's on the beach down, down the beach somewhere out the way. So, so that means it, it's only a problem for you. It, last couple of hours. Into it. Last couple of hours, yeah. That's when when, when you get the fish, that's when the depth of water is there. So it needs yeah. to be a high water platform, yeah. really, yeah. doesn't well, that's, it? That's but said, it yeah. depends on the angle of the rocks then, because it's setting you further back. Yeah, I know what you're saying now, because that's when you have to drag it over the rocks yeah. to where it has to be. The further back it is, obviously, it's got to be further back for the higher tides. There's more the rocks in front of you then, isn't there's more chance so. of getting caught. Yeah. And so. if you're going to get caught, you might as well not bother doing it at all. So. It's the same as not having it. Yeah. So what you really want is a promontory, where so you've got some height and you can fish off that. And then you, you, you don't have too much rock in front. That would work, but the thing is that then your cost issues come in, because mm -hmm. if you've got a promontory, you've got to build yeah, it all the and the width. Yeah, but then you could have. They'd have to be. Yeah, but they'd have to be fairly big because of, again, we're talking about casting up and yeah. getting over each other and stuff. You do need the width. You see, that's the problem with that. If, what what Mike was saying about having a almost like a path or almost a, a wide yeah. path, that that would work. It's just finding finding the space really, finding the whereabouts on that level would work right. best. And, and high water would be great. But then, uh, as sorry, Phil. Yes, Phil was saying, um, it would cause a problem. Of getting all the rocks up, up to it, you know, because when, when you, you're going to be waiting around to fish basically until it gets to that point. So, perhaps a medium, but then you're going to, not going to fish high water, then you're not going to get fish high right, water yeah. if you have a yeah, medium. You're going to get pushed off it too so, soon, and then you can't fish at yeah, all. You've, you've at got the right time. there's really no choice if you've only got one, it'd have to be around the high water mark. But that means that then you've got 
there is a, a fair bit of time where you're going to just be waiting. It would also have to be slightly higher than high water to, to yeah. work with swab because obviously you're going to be persistent. Yeah. Stranded yeah. on a platform yeah. and yeah. 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 For us, the higher the better, but yeah. then you've got yeah. a rock in front of you. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the problem, isn't it, with the angle of the rocks? Mm. Mm. On, the, on that particular option, well, it wasn't only the jetty, yeah, in fairness, it, it, it was the yeah. steps in the appropriate places. When, 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 when yeah. the anglers identify where the appropriate places on the beach are, and then they compare it to your modelling and try and agree the more suitable places to put steps in, which funnel out at the bottom of the width because your line's going to go up at an angle with the tide. Those areas going to change dramatically. Yeah, no control over that, have we? We, 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 we can't, we can't sort, of, sort of plan where the features are going to be. So we only guess. Conscious of time, to move this on. Well, just, just, yeah. No, it's the rocks. We're just having a look at this now because you showed, I've not really looked at it properly, but the beach level is, is, is a fair way up, in, isn't it, really? Yeah. Which means that you've probably got between the beach and. Um, this thing the, the high water mark is probably I don't know maybe about 20 foot something like that yeah. if you put one at the top of 20 foot's alright isn't it 20 foot you should put it above 20 foot to, to bring over because bear in mind that's beach there that's beach up to there then you're only looking between there and there Right, when do you need this information? Uh, I'm not convinced, you know, that. It is, it is a one year. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's still, you know. You know, you do a great central presentation, but what we do is we take taking the solutions from today, potential solutions, and look at the feasibility of them and look at the potential costs of them. I'm just wondering whether, whether it would be if you guys had kind of a weekend to think about it. Why not? That's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, we could. Yeah. What, send an email to you? Yeah, it's like difficult right now. It is, yeah. yeah, well, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. You're all right with that, Phil. Yeah, it needs time. If you think what you think might work on the intermediate fishing platform, that's great. Well, I think from what we've talked about, I think that's what we're up to, really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not what we want, but it would. Yeah, would, exactly. I think you know, it would work. Yeah, it, I think it's going to be. If if, anything, if we can do anything, it is going to yeah, be. Yeah, but if, if we, we'll, we'll we'll put this to sort of wider population and see what they come back mm -hmm. and then feed it back. What about the other alternative? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black we'll black do that. The cost of the drawings you've got, the chances are most of the gaps in the stone are going to fill up the small stone. The stone comes to the top of the beach. Then we have sand. Then we have stone again. I have a little bit. small pile of stone at the top. A lot of that is going to get jammed in these holes. So it might not be as rough as you think it would be. It could very well build up to a shingle bank along the base. That's what it's designed to do. That's what it's designed to do. That's what yeah. we want. It's, it's crossed our minds as that actually seeing the way where the beach actually strikes the uh, the rock yeah, down there and it actually disappears underneath. So yeah. Um, yeah, the majority of that, as you say, is underneath the sand because that's yeah, the Which yeah. suggests then just put just a, a, a thing about, as you said, about a metre above the high so water mark. You drop, would be, a, drop as you, you thought it, and then you've got yeah, a metre Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, what is your solution on the tier coins? <laughs> well, we haven't done well, the but it can actually yet. work in conjunction with this. It, do, it doesn't need to be an either or because you yeah. need access to the beach, don't you? So what we were saying was to put your, your stepped access and make it coned at the bottom to allow for the lines to go with the tide and you're not dragging over rock. 
Well, to consult the anglers to find out where the features are, compare that to your own modelling to find out where the features are ultimately going to be as far as you can. I know it's not foolproof. And then agree, agree where to put the steps rather than put them at, say, every 50 metres, 100 metres regular. Put them where they need to be and uh, have that as well. So sort of steps are cutting across there at right angles are coming down. You've got both options because you've got to have steps anyway. Can I add one going on to that? Um one of the issues seem to be disabled anglers and yeah. how they're going to fish at high water. Yeah. At Cleveleys, we've got like a little build out at yeah. an access step. If obviously not at every access step, but at say three or four access steps, we put a build out like that where you've got this coat, maybe extend the steps at those few locations. So you've not actually got rocks below that build out, you've just got steps that access steps that go round. You could possibly have a disabled angler sat at that that build out with no rocks below them. Yeah, yeah, just could. just could. steps. But not, not space at regular intervals. Put put them where they need well, to we, be. Well we might yeah. only be able to afford yeah. one or two, but yeah, we yeah. are making we a go. concession. Well we, yeah, you know, it's we've got to compromise. For a scheme and yeah. whatever we do has got to be affordable then that yeah. otherwise the council taxpayer will end up picking the, yeah. Bill, yeah. the bill. You know, it might be the difference between us putting something in no, rather than nothing better, in. Absolutely, yeah. Anything's better but than nothing. Would that mm. potentially work It would help. It wouldn't necessarily be a solution, it would just be another contributing factor right. towards a solution. Right. Another group of fishermen that collared me yesterday and asked me to bring this up today, access for the shrimp. Trip. Shrimp trawlers, yeah. yeah. Well, not trawlers, the, the, the shrimp push netters. Yeah. Push netters. Uh, right. If we are talking about uh, staggering the steps so they're not even, I mean, one every hundred metres would be, should be more than adequate for the shrimpers because I think the ground will alter a bit. Can we at least have them Grouped as it were in front of the main trimping areas, which would be to the north and the south. But they still be <coughs> areas once this is in place. Well, I think there'll be shrimps around these groins because what what they're looking for is an area of clean sand, and I think clean sand will throw to the west of this structure with these groins. On what basis, though, Steve? Why, why well, do you think that? Well, what's making me think of that is I think it'll throw the floor of the tide off very slightly with the groins. Does shrimpers use this area? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, just be commercial shrimpers either. No, the vast majority of pleasure yeah. fishermen now. Because yeah. we've been commercials here, we've got more access than we've got currently, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. So, the difference, the difference at the moment is you get down the steps onto the aprons yeah. and you can walk along the aprons and up and down the aprons. but. From a health and safety point of view, that's not something we would condone. You, you know, we're trying to avoid that by taking these beach access steps all the way down to the beach. So the access should be. Yeah, I mean, simple things like the main accesses at present are at the Russell School end, where you've got the road going up there, a little car park, yeah. and the Chatham Avenue. And can we make sure there is decent steps going well down, well into the footings, not just stopping at the top sort of thing. Yeah, uh, I mean, the ones every hundred yards is not a bad effort at all, but if you need them staggering, let's think about the position more as well. <coughs> so more, more, you've got, you've got a... Yeah. I mean, these blocks generally go something down on a push bike or something. Mm -hmm. so. I was going to say, do they not need a... I think we were actually looking at 200 yards. I think we were actually looking at 200 yards. They were 200 yards. Originally, in the original plan, Carl, I had steps going through the... 
through the slides. Did, yeah, yeah. Because the the other way is that you make that these two ramps, your fishing areas, it, it results it results in you losing this middle section. But you've got a big ramp there that you can fish all the way along. And if we made that either steps or concrete apron at the bottom of those, <coughs> although it'll cost us more to, but we can concentrate our. Uh, what repairs on that section? Fishing off, fishing off the below, below the ramp, stepping down entirely from the ramp down to the Yeah, so, so instead of having rocks below your ramps, it's you just have those ramps. How, how long is that section? Well, would it be a compromise that we inserted a, yeah, a, a middle mm. slide to do that? Well, that might be something we look at. But you've only got two ramps. That, that, um, that really is the three expensive. Ramps. So, we'll get on the mine. At not much cost, you can have those sections so you can fish. Uninterrupted along that, those those sections is that? Uh, how long is that ramp? How long those sections? Is that a hundred? It's over hundred meters. Yeah. Well, this is all to go by. It's it's two hundred meters, just under two hundred. You will need some. It's the length of the. Uh, so you have four hundred meters at either end. Yeah. The steps are two hundred meters, weren't they? The look, the looks of three of those at the moment there, so six hundred meters in total. Four hundred fifty meters. So that wall. maybe a, a, an evolution of this. You can have a fishing platform, fishing slope, slide, just a multifunctional slide all the way along, and then you you can move up there. You actually then can move all the way up as the tide comes in, couldn't you? It, was, it would certainly be something, yeah. As as opposed to the. Um, a complete rock armour solution. It would be yeah. definitely more viable for anglers. I'm not saying it's what we want, really, but uh, no, 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 you know, sure. we know obviously no, you know. You, but at certain tide levels, you're disabled. Access. There'll be viable access. Yes. Yeah. Fish from it's there as well. a lot of elderly members as well come over the yeah. wall at the access points and just fish immediately over, just yeah. through lack of mobility, really. But uh, mm. it, right. yeah, it would be. But it's worth weighing up the cost. The cost of putting in pl platforms all the way along or doing these build-outs that I suggested earlier, yeah. you know, to lose a, lose a set of step, a couple of sets of steps and have a, that slate arrangement mm -hmm. instead. Yeah, with a, with a, with a sloped, sloped concrete apron. Yeah. We also mentioned the jetties, don't forget, as well. We, 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 <laughs> yeah, well, you might so, as well flag them up. If you're going to build them, you might as well make them usable. <laughs> well, we can flag them up. The other idea is to actually have a platform all the way along the, the groin so you can fish off them. We looked at that initially um, because that, that platform there, it's sort of only a few rocks high to make it viable so that it was safe to use at high tide it would have to be as high almost as the no you wouldn't need to fish at high tide i mean you, you, you wouldn't you, no they've got a platform at morecambe at right. there and that you can't actually fish it at, at, on the bigger tides because it just gets covered right. um and, and in winter i think they, they put a gate on or something at the end don't they just to stop people going on it yeah. because it, you, you know you, you don't well there is yeah I, 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 I but having said that, if people are going to walk along that, that's what yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, but there is a difference when you actually get four people to walk on. Yes. Rather than they walk on. And they would, and there'd be certain issues of who closes that gate and who keeps it in the house. It's a big problem for us, yeah. You probably discussed this over there, actually, we didn't pick up on this. What was the, the tea grinds there? What was the proposed sort of height of them at? Uh, they look to be about 300 metres long, I'm just guessing. I know you said they're... Uh, that's about 250. 
So given given the drop of the beach is going to need to be it's, it'll be a considerable structure to stay above um, the water at high tide on was there, was there a plan to actually have the end of it above high water? At, no. So it was, it was going to be... So they will visit. have markers sure, and all know. the rest of it on yeah. them. Yeah. But it's how long potentially you could build something over. I don't know. It might, might, be, might be worth it. I, I'm having a guess at this, but we've been looking at structures like that along the south coast. And I think you find that once the implication of people's lives... <coughs> It puts all sorts of red tape in the way and yeah. since things that would have to be put in place. Yeah. I, I don't think they're going to be any. So we're going to dismiss this as an option. The TA's already jetting. I can see that happening, yeah. The other thing as well is at that end of the scheme, we've got a housing estate with a lot of young kids who go out unsupervised onto the beach and we don't have major issues. I mean, if you were looking at increasing tourism in the area, it'd, it'd be a worthy cause. Yeah, it's just the moment. Here was a big wheel the moment. Yeah, at the moment, we're looking at, at local use and protecting the access that the local areas have got at this yeah. present. But also, without it being a designated tourist area, I know from my own annual experience that people travel all around the country to to come and fish this section of, yeah. of, of, of coast. Uh, well, these, sorry to yeah. put, put in, but... From the angle and pound point of view, I'm, I'm pretty sure that without putting any research in place that the, the local community do quite well. So if you had like a fishing platform, etc., specially designed for the scheme, it could mm. be an actual revenues. Yeah, uh, revenue yeah. stream. We, we have got, we've got a lot of research that we can, I mean, if you need, if you need documented research that shows how important the angle and pound is, I've got quite a lot for you from right. the substance yeah. stuff that's been done um, and also from the stuff that we did with, at Backside. Okay. There is actually a resurgence currently of um, large scale angling matches. The East Coast yeah. kind of taken over some that were actually held down. The Russells, there right. West Coast Cod Open or something yeah. like that it used to be called, was held on this exact stretch of beach. Yeah. Um, and uh, there is very much, I say, resurgence. Uh, Bridlington has a huge angling competition in March that attracts was it uh, was a thousand three hundred something yeah. like that this year, um, which is a, a weekender which basically fills just about every guest house up in the area, um, which is great for them. But uh, you can certainly envisage that being something in the next ten years that will be looked at around here. Can I, um, I was sort of halfway putting in, I'm really sorry. Um, on these, these groins, these tea groins, I think for aesthetics of, of the beach, it's to make this, just to build the sand up for aesthetics. It's, it's not no, got it's a... Not, no, the, the, the intention, I'm not bothered about aesthetics. Um, the, the, it the should be. Is, <laughs> <laughs> it's only right not on that really, but the, the intention is purely to try and get that beach to rise. <laughs> if we can get that beach to, to stabilise... Then, then it saves a significant amount of money because you don't need to go as far down with the, the rock toe and you don't need as much rock and that's yeah. the cost. So if we, if we can stabilise that beach by building these retaining structures, then it's it's a better beach and hopefully you'd have a beach which was retained. Yeah, as, as what, how's the modelling sort of turned out for the... I'm thinking about the lug beds and I'm thinking about the muscle beds and things like that and, and how that these the hydrodynamics are going to affect those those particular species and now that's going to have like knock on effects with birds and, and and fish you know different yeah. fish species and whatnot what what sort of modeling has been done for that how, how detailed is it and um, the modeling we've, we've done 
lit, lit line modeling, which is a, a contour model of single point model all the way along the coast, so to understand how, how tidal forces work along the coastline, so yeah. that goes from the middle to the, to the wire and it actually goes into Vulcan Bay. Um, we've got, we've then done specific three-dimensional modeling within this, this area, so uh, we've had this discussion before. <laughs> what, what guarantees can you give me of any model? And models can only give you indications of what's likely to happen. Well, that's right. You can model. This is what this is what was there, and this is what we did, and then this is what's happened. But the, the time scales are over such significant times usually to to put something in now, and it might be another fifty hundred years before it adapts to actually how. How it's all going to be. I know you've had experiences where absolutely in ten years, it makes a years. huge difference. Yeah, um, but we, we well, I, I'm happy that what what the model's indicating, and it makes sense to me. So that that's usually the, the, the test. You've got you've got big flows offshore here. You've got lower flows the movement onshore. By moving these in, you, you change the, the alignment of the coast slightly. So you, you start to create a, a bay. The, these become hard points on the bay. So you create a bay with, between the two groin fields. And within that bay, you get an area that doesn't move as much. Now, from the, the end of that groin, you will get faster flows because you, you're putting a hard, a hard structure in against a soft structure. So you potentially, you get scour at the, at the top end of that. Um, Top end of that groin. Is that both of them? That that would both be all yeah. And I think the what 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 that groin's done is you can see the, the, the faster flowing areas, the red areas around the end of that groin. So it's, just you know, exactly it's likely that you'll get scour at those points, which which makes sense because you, you throw it's something far off, yeah, it's about it's off, yeah. scour over um, and the same with that area. That that potentially has a has a knock-on effect to the to the, the area along the coastline further um, south and to what we need to do is make sure that we have the, the, the existing growing fields up to scratch um, in those areas so we've so we, apart from the, the woodwork that we've got in them um, which we need to sort out somehow um, that those those groins are important they become more important because they're, they're then required to retain material in those um, but outside of that, the effects are limited it's, um, because the majority of flows outside <coughs> the field we, we're trying to influence. Kathleen, did you just take the normal solutions? Did you have any solutions? No. Is, you, you were saying before it extends onto the northern bay. It looks like it will extend onto the inside edge of Russell Scar, which is the native yeah. rock down to the natural mile layer there. Right. My guess is that it will throw the main tidal flow from both of them. Out very slightly, which will build up your yeah, mainly gravel. I think it'll be mainly gravel attrition right, yeah. along the footings. That's what I hope. My one worry about it, because I think this will work very well as a sea defence from the south southwest when we get a storm surge, is that when the wind comes around the other way, I think it'll get pyramid wave effect in the middle, yeah. which <coughs> be detrimental to the uh, houses behind. And I would suggest the best thing to do is to put another, possibly smaller, breakwater right in the middle. Rather like we did on the Wirral. Now that builds up a base where it's happened, that's down on the North Wirral, if you want to have a look there. Yeah. And that's built up a base which you would certainly be able to cast over and certainly be able to pull fish over. 
so it will partially solve your problem as well. Can I make another point? You know these, these two, two large groins, if you put them in, will you be putting lights on the end of them for the small boaters, of which I'm one coming in when it's high water, and then we don't hit them and sink? Oh, boys, obviously, not necessarily lights, but, but some means of identifying where they are. We would have to The sewer pipe's always got its boy missing, and we're in danger of hitting that, so you can't you can't say that you have an obligation to do it, because it's not always there. It'll be a solid structure. Uh, either, either just a can, or if, if it's actually used by small vessels, then you'll need to light it. Yeah. But we, we've got them all the way around the fleetwood anyway, so we, we maintain those. Yes, so that's what's going to scale up. What are the next steps? I don't know. Okay. What, what, in terms of next steps, what would you need to do? Just to go and put these over to. Um, That's currently we are. How good are the roads? 
Well, that's the Real Highway. Well, that's that's my next meeting on working with the highway. So we we've got the we've we've identified the the routes that we want to take. So the majority of them obviously are going to be um, trunk roads. So that's that's going to be a problem. There are a couple of local roads. In fact, one which is which is Russell Road, which which isn't in a very good condition, but part of their contribution they, they would like to do, do something with that so that would be better than the, that's, that's the intention. The, bringing it in by sea is still an option depending on where it's coming from. Um, it's more expensive and more risk because you, you're weather dependent but it's, uh, it's, it's an option. We plan out the next steps now with yeah. the consultation and design. Yeah. In, in terms of this we do need to collate all this stuff and then we'll, we'll try and get it back to you next. Yeah, if anybody's got any other ideas that they think think of over the weekend, then yeah. then come back to us and let us know. You've all got my email address, so if you want to send any thoughts through, say by deadline of Wednesday next week, um, and we'll start drawing these up to send on to first for pricing. Um, and we may as well circulate them back to everybody just yeah, to make sure that everybody's happy with the proposals that we're sort of putting forward to burst for them to price. Yeah, so there's a high level of feasibility. Yeah. yeah. Just thought, have you already got a contractor for this? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Burst. Burst Coast Storm. They're the guys who built the well, they built most of Blackpool and the building previously. Yeah. So you already go with the limestone. No, 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 it's a design and build scheme. Yeah, but you're talking about trunk roads. Well, whatever. Well, surely if it comes in way, you're going to have to have a different route. So you've already got the route sorted out. Yeah, that's what I said. If depending on what where the source of the material is, if we bring it by road, all the material needs to come in. All if it's concrete, if it's rock, if it whatever we use needs to come in either by land or by sea. The likelihood is it's going to come in by land, so that's why we're working with them to, to work out a route. Right. If it was coming by sea, you'd have to offload it somewhere. You could yeah. just put it I, I don't think you could bring it straight to this beach because no. it's. Uh, we could, no. You'd have to offload it. It's got a big pier. Yeah, Mike, do you still want us to, to send you an email on that platform? Are you going down that other road? Right. Yeah, I think, what I think what we've said is we're going to put all the ideas together into some kind of feasibility sketches yeah. mm -hmm. and perhaps we'll, say we'll circulate them to this forum say look this is what we've got from today and we're going to send them off to the contractor to do some high level feasibility costing yeah. um, and see where it fits in with what grant we might get. Right, okay. When you're actually constructing, will, will sections be done at time, areas be closed off on a time, or is the whole... That's what we'll hold to be a linear, a linear Progress yeah. from yeah. Uh, south to north. Rather see phase. Yeah. Would that be down to the contractor's decision on yours? It would be. The contractor will propose the best program for them, and then we'll we'll try and tell them what to do. Try and tell them what to do <laughs> without costing us fortunes. So it's, it's a good decision. But it makes sense, that's my sense, to do it in a linear progression so that you're not closing off everything at once because it's although it might suit the contractor to close everything off at once, so we've got to try and work. What we've also asked is that as we did that presentation at Marine Hall, that the contractor gives sort of presentations like that 
before they start major elements mm. of the work so that we can inform people what's yeah. going on rather than, you know, hundreds of trucks to start trundling past everybody's house, etc. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we 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 want to keep this sort of consultation rolling to keep people informed as to what's going on with the scheme. And are you envisaging any <coughs> monitoring during post Oh, yeah. sure. Does that that happen to Cleaver? Is that yeah. discussion well, we, we, about it? We, 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 put, um, we put video monitoring at Cleaver, so there's, there's a data set of, of 10 years now for <coughs> monitoring, but we also do... But that's speech profile, isn't it? it it's speech profile, but they can be used for different... But I'm, I'm talking about more like the benefit. In, in terms of... We, we did, we've done baseline surveys here, and mm. the intention is to do post construction surveys and, and during construction and we've yeah. continued to say between this so this we're, we're hoping to do that and yeah that's important because it's, it's important information you know for, yeah. again we're talking kind of on a national basis mm -hmm. and what, what the actual impacts of yes yeah and i think it would be it'd be a good one to look at the fishing aspect of it as well mm -hmm. actually within that scope of that work mm -hmm. that's one to add isn't it yeah. Just some general housekeeping. Um, I've got emails for most of you. Um, are you all happy for when I send out the minutes and um, this attendance list, if your contact details are on there for other people to see so that you can sort of communicate as a group? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't actually have an email address for Ian, Frank and John. You were all forwarded on. Yeah. Try to give a piece of paper out and just scribble that just down. just want to you. put it on the attendance sheet, just so I've got it, that'd be great. Have you got a pen, please? Yeah, sorry. So do you think we'd be in a position to send out feasibility cross-sections with the minutes? Is that what we're... That's what I'm hoping to do. If, we do, if I sort of put some minutes together um, and we'll get these drawn up and yeah. say hopefully by the end of next week we can... Mm -hmm. Every last person have a look at it and give us a high level cost feasibility technical. Yeah, yeah. Any thoughts on it? Yeah. yeah. A lot of them are going to be down to health and safety as well. Mm -hmm. Now, this limestone mm -hmm. issue, um, I'm conscious of address the angling issue very mindful of the limestone issue. We are going to be submitting the MMR application, which is going to be suggesting limestone as an option. Um, where, where I'm at is... Yeah, yeah, no, I'm getting that. Where I'm at is, it needs to come to a head somewhere or other. Yeah. It needs to come to a head. We need to be told one way or other whether we're going to go with limestone. So the process I see is submitting the MMO licence now. Well, when the MMO were involved in the foul sewer outfall after we discussed with them the contract for the limestone was stopped immediately. We need to know either way. We, yeah. need to, we can't just, we're in a state of ether the most we don't know. a serious issue. Right. And incidentally, it was backed up by the other lobby in that case. Uh, the, uh, the contracts, it was actually at the stage where the contracts had been put in and the contracts were cancelled. But that, they, that was a structure which was fully submerged, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. which isn't.
Things change quite quite drastically quite fast. I mean, for a long time, anything made out of concrete was was a no-no because it's environmental footprint. And yet, when it went in place, it became pretty inert. Whereas the limestone, sorry, it do stuff. Kind of put the root on as well, so somebody could come along and throw us out at any minute. Yeah, leaching effect, really, the way we're that, so... I don't, yeah, but what, what I can put in place is, I've, I've, we, we, we can put some research in place, I've tried to influence DEFRA and the research, and the EA research, to try and put some research in place, mm -hmm. using this, this scheme mm -hmm. to try and, to try and work out if we've got some more, because we've got these right, I mean, yeah, you should be doing that and get some scheme in there. Yeah. We can't just give no, it shift. Do it before. Yeah. No, but you, we could build in some monitoring, and potentially what we could do is it build elements of this scheme from different rock, and then. It's it's not it's not the colonisation of the rock that is right. the concern. No, I don't care. Yeah, it's it's the it's somehow that it, it in the rock into the marine the rock dissolves and then yeah. goes into the environment, and it's yeah. anything with calcium carbonate in its yeah structure can be affected by changing pH levels. Yeah. And it may be a kind of localised immediate effect mm -hmm. if you're talking that, that it's happening on in quite a large on a large scale. Yeah. On something like a muscle bed it can wipe it out. So well that that's the fear that it could it, it, Yeah, I understand that fear. Yeah. Yeah. What I can't sort of get my head around is that how that's happening because the rocks would have to be disintegrating at a rapid rate to it's surprising, now. it's surprising that how, how small a chemical change can have a knock-on effect. It's, it's the same as, it's like, what's one muscle bed? It's only a muscle bed. It's no, everything that's connected to the muscle Of course it is, bed. yeah. You know? But I appreciate that. Um, if, 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 um, if it, it might be a case of the two drawings might be, and it might be worth going for the more expensive material because they're the ones that are going to be submerged. Well, that's what I was, I was thinking. Yeah. Certainly yeah. the head of that drawing is yeah. going to be more, more submerged than anything else, and therefore yeah. that would be the, that's the, true. the location that, yeah. that you would go you for. You look at the, <coughs> the North Wales coast, even where limestone is natural, therefore it's been submerged and sea washed for mm. millennia, you don't get mussels on it. There's everything else living there, there's not mussels. Yeah. Now, straight as I, once you get the other side of Orm's head, what have we got? Some of the best commercial muscle fisheries in the in the country. Mm. Maybe that's something we are yeah. supposed to look at. I mean, that they look at costing so anything below a certain level as yeah. granite and anything above it as limestone. Just as another mm. another that's option. Another of getting, because the, the the bit that's in is is well the circle that that, that bit of that head of that T-groin is the bit that's going to be submerged and possibly would have the greatest effect. So, and is and is nearest to the muscle bed. And it's nearest to the muscle bed. So, so I, I can see, and it's not worth the risk of, of building mm. that in a mm. in a limestone. In a limestone, the others 
Some of you reported that I had the rest of the bonds in the window at all today, times a day. My reason is very simple. We yeah, the, the, the you seem to be backpedaling. Yeah, mm. but there is on the side. We seem to be backpedaling with all of it. And the different 25,000 tons to 10,000 tons more than the national average at present. We're not talking a little bit, no, we're talking no. a lot. Yeah. And again, knock on effect for all the seed mussel, which is very important for your flatfish fisheries. In fact, they're the only places you're catching any flatfish at present as well again. Unfortunately, you know, the other issues, yeah. the oyster catches and feeding, and yeah. <laughs> so it's the SBA birds as well. Oh, so birds, it's, it's all part of the whole thing. Yeah, system. we've been so much yeah. yeah, and I know you don't have to say the ecosystem. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, I just wish there was some definitive answers. If, if, if there was one yeah. way or the other, um, it would help everyone. It really would, wouldn't it? Because it, I, to say, well, we've got to spend the next bit. Five, ten million. Five, ten million pounds. What we're talking just, just because there might be a risk that we can't prove. Whereas, I certainly could be wrong. Yeah. Mm. Well, that, that might be that we could make a case for if it's if it's submerged for any period of time, then it's it's granite, and if it's mm. not, it's only intermediate. Mm. Then then you shouldn't have that affected. But that would work. Again, I, I'm multidisciplined, but I'm not expert in that particular area. Yeah. So I can only offer you my knowledge. And, and I say that at the moment there is research being done. Yeah. And it probably won't be available until after this is finished. Done. So we we found that, that that might scan around at the end, and it would be submerged all the time. I, what do you think? That's going to be actually on the bedrock at the northern end, the southern one. I would have thought might be a problem. Yeah. The northern one will be ending up on the rock mile there. Yes, because yeah. yeah, it's exposed there now. Yeah. Uh, the southern one, yes, I would expect serious scale around the ends of it. Yeah. And we will. Yeah. So we'll get the lower rock and we'll get some So we, and we, we need to look at where, where it's likely to be submerged for longer than. Just as a negative to that, sorry to, uh, would it not be the case that anywhere that wasn't submerged for large periods of time would also be um, subject to more impact and therefore more abrasion? A constantly submerged rock possibly wouldn't be abraded at the same rate as a rock that's being constantly pounded by waves for say eight no, hours a day. You'll get chemical reaction Substrate can be lifted up and pushed it. The water itself is the problem. What hits so, yeah. the water? It's like sandblasting, you know. And it's, it's the it's the micro elements that are that are part of the water that, that erodes and breaks away, um, and then they allow the chemical effects of the salt in the water then to break down further. Yeah. Um, and for a majority of the year. And, and again, there'll be certain tides where more rock is. So it's like, if you look at the neat tides, I mean, inside the, the side view here, that, that element there is um, spring tides. So neeps would be coming here, and, 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 and it'd be just a case of the normal sort of in it comes, out yeah, it goes sure. again. So you'd find that the stuff that's under the water for the 24 hours would, would have a greater impact mm -hmm. generally. Is uh, limestone is it porous? The the stuff that we've got isn't. No. But that well, I don't think it is. But it's it's, porous. With this stuff in the uh, this 
Yeah. We can get you samples of it. Show, show what, what, what it means. Uh, I know. Yeah. I, I always thought of limestone, and you, you get it's quite soft, and it, it's not a hard rock. It, it, this yeah, is again, a, it, all, it all depends. It, it's, it's just the quality of rock, and what you have is. I mean, it, if you look at mar marble, for instance, it's 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 used for monumental sculpture. Now, the closest thing to, to marble is alabaster. You can crush it in your hands, yeah. you know, and, it, and it's, it's down to the chemical thing. You'll find that there are elements of limestone. The limestone steps, for instance, in Yorkshire, the reason why they're steps is because you've got sections which are very, very hard and they don't wear down. And you've got areas of, of nothing where it's just washed away. And you've got big caverns under, under those areas where the softer stuff has been literally just washed away and you get these caves from. Yeah. So, so it may be what we will be doing research on what, what we're going to use, so we don't want the stuff that has any, we want it totally in air, that, that's, yeah. that's, yeah. that's what we want. <coughs> practical experiences, you know, very good reason to be concerned about its use. Right. Simple as that. Okay. But it's practical. But if I can understand if it's getting submerged for a long time, then, then the, the potentially is a risk of that, and that, yeah. that might be something that we, we don't use it in that location, where it's only getting splashed. No. Splashed four, four hours a day. <laughs> splash for four hours a day. Four hours a day. So it was two times. It's only at the top end of the But you're saying about again the limestone that's inert. There's no limestone that's inert. It's going to react with an acid. Yeah, it will always. It and full of acid. It, it, well, it's well, going to. Well, yeah, and the, yeah. the fact that it's, it rocks into regular shapes and stuff like that actually increases the surface area of it. So, you, I would imagine you're going to get that leaching into the into the water, which will affect the pH of the water, which might affect the muscles. That might be one of the, the actions that's that's actually working here. Why, why it's why it's causing the problem with the muscles? It may be not just because it's limestone, but because of the volume of, of limestone and the surfaces and the reaction with the water that might be causing the problem. I don't know, it, it, it's, I'm, I'm not an expert on this, I'm not going to find the expert on this because all the research I've seen is that actually by having greater surface area actually increases marine growth and therefore... But, yeah, but not muscle growth. That's the other argument, is that the amount of diversity is this there. Unfortunately there's no commercial economic value in biodiversity on the bottom of the... Whereas there is international responsibilities under EU yeah, yeah. And you're also putting in a huge area that's not uh, native to that beach, and so that's going to affect you know. If you've got nearly two kilometres of, of limestone, and then the increased uh, surface area because you've got all areas of it, so I think all, all getting attacked by the seawater, and that is going to have some effect on pH. It may only be a very slight effect, but it will affect it. And, and as, as this chap said, you know, the, uh, even a slight effect will have effect on, on, on the muscles and, and things like that. They, I mean, they're, they're very sensitive to stuff like that. Okay, I'm sure you'll tell him. That's right, isn't it? It's covered in barnacles. It's covered in green slark and stuff like that. You won't find a single muscle I haven't looked on purpose. It's what I've given you. Yeah. 
not muscle fit. No, you would expect him that far out there, and we have seen him move in the sea muscle. That's a recorded fact. Can I just ask overall, so just because we've got a number of people, sorry. Sorry, it was just to try and just establish, we have a number of people obviously asking behind us all the time. Um, overall, the costing's obviously been done for, for each particular option. As opposed to putting limestone, if it was going to be an inert rock like granite or something like that, what was, was it substantially more expensive? Yeah. What was the, what was the percentage? Have you got a rough sort of idea of what sort of percentage increase there was? Yeah, off the top of my head, it's a, yeah, I can't remember. It was some millions more expensive. You say it was twenty percent. I think it was twenty percent. Yeah, but but the the steps are closer to the limestone than they yeah. are to the granite yeah. in terms of cost. So there's not much of an increase. The, Keep going. Yeah, but, <laughs> right. but they're limestone steps. So we <coughs> limestone <laughs> steps. So you're gonna have to. But granite in the yeah, but the surface area wouldn't be the same. It'd be less surface area. It's got flatter surfaces. Yeah, it went no quicker than that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll have a look at it. That's, um, but if, um, so if, in terms of this, I, I do really do need to wind this up because yeah. I've yeah. got. So we, we'll get back with the notes on this, some of the cross sections and proposals, some prices, and then we um, we meet up again or. Um, is that because I want to continue this yeah. discussion? I mean, we, the last thing I want to do is stop fishing on this area because that's that's um, it's important for the area and it's <coughs> it's obviously important for you guys. So it's, um, so we'll do whatever we can to try and accommodate it within the, the scope of work that we have to work with, and, and we'll we'll see what else we can find on lives stone and the effects and whether we can come up with something that that works and puts it monitoring. Sorry? Yeah. Alright, I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks guys. Oh, yeah. Was it useful or not? Well, probably yeah, not. it was. Well, it was for me anyway. So, right. Let's see where we're going to do that. Right. Well, yeah. No, because we're going to try and build something in. Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's down to cost. You will be seeing in directions you don't necessarily always want to go in. We will never be accommodated. Nice to see you so, it is what it is. Okay. Right, good. Right. <laughs> it's just getting finding out what's the context as well, you know, what what the way you're thinking of yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Yeah.